0: Guys will be in studio. A Laughter Lounge back at uh, the Harkwell Theatre, which uh, will be a great show. I believe it's tonight, as a matter of yeah. fact. Awesome. Uh, so we'll talk more about that coming up this morning. And, of course, 300 bucks cash in a little game called Name That Sound on the way at 7.45. All right. Time now is 7.27. Big news. I have some important news for you. Interesting news.
1: It's Blake and Darren's Spilling the Tea with Sandy.
0: K-Man's top news headlines of the day from CMR good morning, Sandy. How are you? Happy Friday.
2: Hey, Blake and Aaron.
0: Gosh, you guys
1: have been
2: missed. Oh well, we missed you yeah. too. Yeah. How are you guys doing? Everybody's okay.
1: Technical day. Yeah, we got everything
2: all sorted out. So yeah, you know.
0: Mercury's no longer in retrograde.
1: At least not in our studio.
0: Yeah.
2: What do, you, what do you got for us this morning? Uh, are you saving it, up? It totally happens. So, yes, I'm trying. I feel like you guys have missed out on some good stuff, but anyway. Um, you know, there's quite a bit going on. There was a cruise passenger, uh, drug bust in Jamaica that's been making big regional news. Hmm. So yes, eight Americans are hmm. said to be part of like <clears throat> this drug syndicate, um, cruise ship passengers who allegedly tried to leave Jamaica with cocaine valued at approximately $130 million. What? How are they going to take it on a cruise? It's, it's crazy, crazy. Okay with that. pretty crazy. Because don't, don't they understand.
1: go through everything? Like when you get back on the cruise ship, don't they? Because they usually like confiscate if you buy booze well, we've or been, anything. we been on the
0: cruise ship. You walk through a metal detector. That's it.
1: Yeah. Well, no. But and your if bags are screened. Yeah, your bags are screened. Yeah. So how are you going to get you'd it up? Because you
0: have to carry it on your person.
1: Yeah, I guess. Because a metal detector
0: is <laughs> not going to detect that. But I don't. I don't. You know, that's one hundred and thirty. How many kilos is that? You can't walk around um, with
1: that. Um yourself. Mean,
0: I not understand why these eight Americans are wearing party. Seventeen of kilos. Seventeen. I
1: don't know yeah, how. Many. I don't know how that's, that's 30, 30 30 30 seventeen. I mean, okay. uh, maybe you could. We're American. We know more. Can maybe you could. Maybe you 30. could. Be
0: maybe you could float it outside your balcony and then fish it up with the rod and reel. I don't know. Yeah,
2: thirty-eight 30 pounds. Out 30 out pounds. It's a lot. Oh. Um, so it was found concealed in a total of twenty-four packages. Um, weighing 38 pounds, found in their bags. so okay, they, tried so they tried to put it in like luggage. luggage. Yeah.
1: Uh, is it like I watched that that one about the uh, those two girls who s- tried to smuggle drugs from Peru um, mm. back in the day? The Irish and yeah. English girl, and uh, what they it was put in like uh, like oatmeal packages and stuff like that. Mm-hmm. So it's probably something like that. Some packages from Jamaica. They were acting like they were taking food or something. Mm-hmm.
2: Well, they said that they um what they arrived in Ocho St. Anne from Miami, Florida on Wednesday. They disembarked the vessel. And then at about 1:30 p.m. when they were trying to reboard the vessel for departure, anomalies were detected in their luggage. So yeah. isn't that weird though? Cause you don't normally take luggage off when you
0: that is true. Exactly.
2: Yeah. So that was probably a big red red flag right there.
0: Just uh, take, take the fanny, whatever can fit in the fanny pack. That's all you
2: exactly. take. Exactly. Well, yeah. So you know, I guess they'll be spending some time in a Jamaican prison, which is probably Ooh. not going to be a whole lot of fun. Mm. Yeah, it's crazy. Wow. All right. Well, locked abroad,
1: locked up abroad. Yeah, a
2: new episode of Locked Up Abroad. Mm-hmm. Um. So UCCI and the Cayman Water Company are launching a training partnership program. So this is fantastic. Um, UCCI, as you know, has a new president that has joined um, recently. President and Chief Executive Officer Dr. Robert Robertson uh, joined some others for a photo op earlier in the week, where they talked about uh, the fact that they're they're launching this vocational training partnership program between the two organizations. So apparently, um, UCCI is going to be focusing really, really heavily on TVEt. Which is technical and vocational training, which is obviously something that a lot of people consider to be extremely important. So this long-term partnership will include um, financial donations, mentoring, student scholarships, work placement, and more. So I think this is fantastic, actually. Awesome. Yeah. You see, um, water company has a lot of, uh, you know, really wonderful opportunities for job placement and opportunities. Upward mobility. All right. So a second man has been charged in the death of um, Harry Elliot. As you remember, he is the gentleman who passed away after going to the local barbershop to buy numbers. And um, the Eric Brian William Soto, only 21 years old, hmm. has been charged with uh, murder. And he appeared in court on November the 9th. He's remanded into custody pending further appearances. Today, actually, he'll be in court again.
1: Do we know where he's from? Is he
2: um I'm trying to remember with this one? I believe um Honduras Connections.
0: Hmm.
2: Yes. Um, yeah, I think remember he was the one who was like running on the beach. They were trying to find him yeah. and he took off, right? Yeah. So that's that's the one. Um, yes, I believe his dad, I can't remember if the mom's also from Honduras, but I'm pretty sure the dad is, I'm um, really sad because the dad is like a super nice guy, you know, really chill, not into anything like this at all. So I think it was a bit of a shocker mm. for the family when this happened. You gotta, um,
1: you gotta pay attention to who your kid's friends are.
2: Yes, yeah, that's for sure. Um, and of course, in line with that, the government has also announced that harsher penalties for illegal gamblers is coming. So this is a bit of welcome news. In fact, uh, this is something that has been in the works since at least 2018, but the previous government was not able to deliver on it. And this government is saying, yeah, this is getting out of hand and they at least are going to increase the penalties because the penalties otherwise is like 10 bucks, which is <laughs> laughable. Yeah. I you know. Twenty-five.
1: I mean, there's that, or look at maybe legalizing a national lottery or something. Even yeah, so I don't much. think
2: that's going to solve the problem of illegal lotteries, though.
1: Well, no, nothing solves the problem completely. But if there's something else that does deter people, if you do a harsher penalty for illegal gambling mm-hmm. and mm-hmm. have a legalized yeah. one, then you know, yeah, and, I, and, I, you'd I, be, and you'd be, and you get to take the the earnings and use them in. Uh, for after-school activities, some the nice schools, yeah. maybe, uh, maybe cleaning up all the derelict cars that are still there all over the road I like that your have idea, stickers Aaron. and no one seems to pick them up, but I keep emailing DH and NRA. And the and I think, I think the <laughs> nice thing,
0: too, is the, uh, the, the payout. The
1: full payout.
0: You know, yeah, the, right? the lump sum would yeah. be 100% of the lottery. You wouldn't, have, wouldn't pay taxes on it. That's right. right. I mean, it's great.
2: Yeah, I think I think the logistics of actually operating and running a lottery is much more involved than people um, recognize, especially. Well, I'll early. do it. Don't worry. Really? Cause
0: there's, there's a lot apparently going on. So yeah, yeah. Some them um, them well,
2: there's it. some professionals out um, there. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. I don't, I don't think they're running it quite the way that we would, uh, we would want them to, but yeah, uh, I mean, it's, it's an interesting conversation. Um, I don't see legal gambling being approved anytime soon in this jurisdiction, but well, I will, um, I
0: will, I will bet you a hundred dollars. <laughs>
2: That Stop thing. it! <laughs> 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 oh, and and I'm Los sorry. Angeles. Cayman Airways now flies not, not nonstop to Los Angeles, folks. If you'd like to uh, go to LA, you know what? Go check out a flight. Yes, you can get. Aaron and LA I
0: suggested that we be on the inaugural flight, and we, been, we did not get an invite. No, no, we, no we we did not. Have
1: been in a magazine before. How did <laughs> Chef
0: Ron Hargrave get on that flight?
1: Who? Chef who? Ron. from Tukka. Chef
0: Ron, what, and why the work?
1: Cayman Parrot Sanctuary.
0: We could have done a live broadcast. We could, uh, you know, it would, it would have been super Listen, cool.
1: Chef Ron does make some good food. Yeah. So I know. I'm gonna have to say, like, I do. I do uh, enjoy All mm-hmm. All right.
0: Okay.
1: <laughs> you didn't
0: get an invite, Sandy. But next
1: time, next next time, think of think of us. We're just saying, our yeah. Ways. You know, yeah. we've been in your magazine before. <laughs> we have. So uh, we
0: always yeah. show the love. Yeah. Anyway, all uh-huh. right.
2: Yeah. No. Um. <laughs> I didn't get an invite. <laughs> You didn't get an invite. Uh, no, no, no invite for me. Uh, we're we're all NFI. <laughs> yeah. So, um, but if you want to
0: go, uh, no. <laughs> I will send you $200. All
2: right, Sandy,
0: uh, we'll let you go. we know your show's on April uh,
2: 89.1. Yes, Enjoy your long to holiday weekend, all right? We'll see Enjoy you too. And uh, when is Ribfest?
0: with Timar brought to you by Doctors Hospital. They've been providing access.
2: Oh, I think he already had me me. He pulled the board. He pulled the the slider down on the board. Big thank you to that listener who said, we can only hear you on the radio this morning. Um, So I just made a change. I honestly, I got to be honest with you. This, um, the settings on this board confuse me. It's not really the board itself because that doesn't change. It's actually the different components. So I just had to adjust the setting here on the, on the computer which is super weird anyway all right it is what it is let's get this show on the road happy friday everybody welcome
3: peppermint sorrel ginger beaver grass or english get it ready your morning tea just got hotter honey child on the cold hard truth bobo 89.1 and cayman's number one talk show are bringing you morning talk like no one else monday rewind impact wednesdays caribbean connections and much more don't miss a beat with what's happening in the local community just keep sipping your tea
2: what a mess
3: here's your host live and direct from the cayman islands sandy hill
2: Happy, happy Friday. Beautiful day today in the Cayman Islands. Good morning to everyone. Let's see who we've got saying good morning this morning. We've got Miss Vernita up nice and early. She says, thank you, Jesus, for all of your blessings and lessons. Oh, yes, honey child. The lessons are very, very important in life. I want to talk about a few lessons today. Uh, My sinuses feel a little bit irritated, so I've got my tissue ready. uh, Just in case I need it. Morning to Carmelie. She says, happy Friday. Miss Bonnie is here. Says, good morning, Sandra and the listening public. Marjorie can't even believe it's Friday. She's like, wow, it's Friday? Yeah. Yeah, as those young people would say. I feel like it should be like WTF Friday sometimes around here. Because the bit of news that I get, honey chair, I'm just like, what the hell? nice tea. But I feel, Miss Stacy, we need to do something about the tea. She's giving me the same tea every day. I like variety in my life. I think variety is a spice of life. Spice it up. Give me something different today. <laughs> Good morning to Miss Olivia. Miss De- Deania is here. Deania. Yes. She says, um, why are we not here in Blake and Aaron? Well, <laughs> There was a little setting that needed to be made, but yeah, Blake was cracking jokes about, uh, I bet you a hundred dollars that, I was like, behave yourself. This whole gambling thing. Y'all aren't ready for that discussion, are you? We'll talk about it. Good morning to William McTaggart, how are you? Um. Oh, William's in Dubai, hey. You made the jump already, congratulations. Another one of our Cayman Airways pilots that has flown the cuckoo nest. (laughs) Oh my God, you've got to tell us at some point, William, what Dubai is like. I'm so interested. It's on my bucket list of places to definitely go to. Um, I keep hearing that it's like a lot more progressive than we think, but then I kind of feel like, you know, that's the commercialized side of things. There's probably the other track side of Dubai where you better be careful, uh, especially as a woman. (laughs) but totally interested in your experiences abroad. We need to do a show about Caymanians abroad. Morning, Felicia. Speaking of Caymanians abroad, look at Charlotte in the house. Hey, Charlotte. She's living in Scotland. We got Chantel, Miss Beulah, Marshall, another Caymanian living abroad. Caymanians abroad. Yes. Diamond Princess says, happy Friday, y'all. Miss Elaine's Closet. Says Friday and the long weekend with pirates activities too. Oh, honey child, I gotta talk to y'all about that situation too. Mm-mm-mm. Gina, good morning. Uh, Gina, is your last name different this morning? Did the change? Did the spelling change on it? I feel like it looks different. And of course, Jonathan. Every morning, one thing I must say, I gotta give Jonathan a job for being a listener to the program because he is like clockwork. I know a lot of you are, to be honest, but Jonathan is here. He's like, I'm not going to miss a beat today. All right. So let's talk a little bit about what's going on. So last night I went to, um, let me find a little program here. Did I walk by the program? Oh, yes. So I went to this art donation reception at the HSA Smith Road location. And um, if you haven't been to the HSA Smith Road location, oh, do yourselves a favor and go. It is a real treat. Um, I must say that I was pleasantly surprised. I've been to the outpatient area because my daughter had a little bit of surgery recently. So we had to go and meet the doctor. And, you know, so I've seen that area, but the facility is really nice. They've done a fantastic job. Congratulations to the HSA. They have done a really good job. Um, you know, getting the place to just look really nice and comfortable and it's gorgeous. Yes. So hopefully um, they can uh, continue this positive trend of like the environment doesn't feel quite as like sterile and medical and, you know, and the what they've now added to it, this is what this reception was about last night is that there is now an additional like artistic feel to it. So this is fantastic. We're gonna play the video. Um, I think we'll do it later on on social media. Um, Kevin has put together for me, big shout out to Kevin. Thanks for doing that late last night. I sent him a message and I was like, Kev, I'm trying to get to bed before midnight. Just do this for me. And he's like, sure, no problem. He's such a awesome trooper there. So, um. We got tons of photos and uh, I want to show you guys one of the pieces that I was like super impressed by, but here's some familiar faces in the art world. This was like super, super cool. And um, you know, Natalie from the National Gallery. So what they've done is big shout out to Miss Oldie. This has happened because of her. She's basically purchased a bunch of art pieces. And um, during COVID, you know, artists, amongst other things, they really suffered no tourists to buy their work. And apparently, the tourism sector is a big deal for artists in the Cayman Islands. So Cayman Art Week was started as a result of that to kind of get the local population out and about to see what local artists we have appreciate the talent that we have on this Island, which by the way, is truly amazing. I must tell you, um, if you've not been to the art gallery, if you don't go to art shows, you are missing out folks. You're missing a real treat. And I want to encourage you guys to support artists. They're not, it's not, a normally a job that you're going to get paid a lot of money for. But, you know, these people really put their heart and soul into what they do. And it's a way of expressing themselves. I got the opportunity last night to speak to a few artists and they were like, you know, we, we see you as an artist too, in your own way. It's just different form of expression. And I thought about it. I was like, huh, that's interesting. But I absolutely loved what I saw. Number one, Um, This makes the HSA so much more inviting. It's not just the lobby area, but throughout the entire facility, we were able to walk around on the second and third floor, which they occupy in the Smith Road Plaza building. You know, they had it in the cafeteria, in the boardroom, there was art and the hallways where staff were at. It just Preps up your day to be able to see color, vibrant uh, pieces of artwork. So, Ms. Susan Oldie, OBE, uh, purchased these um, pieces, from what I understand, um, during Cayman Art Week 2021, donated them to the Health Services Authority to help inspire just well being and promote public health. So, is that not fantastic? So the HSA is going to be displaying the pictures and paintings and uh, just all all sorts of artwork across their facilities, uh, the one on crew road, the Smith road, Georgetown hospital, as well as the district health centers, which includes the sister islands as well. So I was really pleased to hear that the um, sister islands would be included. So they just had a little reception last night where the artists could come out um, the donor, Miss Oldie, could come out and you know a little bit of refreshments and we got to actually walk through and see all of it. It was really, really impressive. So I'm gonna show you guys some this morning. Good morning to Lulu. Good morning, Kenzel. Good morning to Miss Dean. How you guys doing? So I took tons of pictures and uh, I'm gonna show you guys some of the pictures. So if you're on, if you're listening on Bobo, I'll try to explain what's in the photo. <laughs> I, I'm sure I'm not going to do the best job at that, but nonetheless, this one is um, with the CEO of the HSA, uh, Miss Lizette Yearwood, and we've got Miss Natalie from the National Gallery and two of K-Man's amazing artists, the Chalettes. So they always, um, I think it's so interesting. Like they're, they're both, obviously they're a couple, they're married to each other and they're both artistic. Um, Madame Chalette has done drama teaching and all this stuff for years in the schools. And um, I think it, it, I always find couples who are like both artists uh, to be super cool and just super interesting that you could actually find someone to share that passion with. I think you've got to be really, really passionate about art um, to even want to marry an artist, (laughs) if you know what I mean, right? So, you know, they are always uh, creating just amazing masterpieces. And these are some of the persons from the HSA as well who were um, in attendance. So it was really quite a nice event. Um, Big shout out to the HSA. This is a little minor detail, but I thought that this was so interesting. They provided, you know, they had, I think, white wine and so on. But they actually provided a non-alcoholic version, which I was thankful for. You guys know I don't really drink. And so um, thanks, HSA, for thinking of us non-drinkers. Yes. Um, so that was just super, super nice. And, uh, yeah, lots of lovely people were there in attendance. Here's another couple that are, uh, married to each other. Um, oh, I'm trying to remember the husband's name now. Oh gosh. It'll come to me in a minute. So the pieces were, I was, I loved, I'm going to show you my two favorite. There was, there was a lot to love. And sometimes it's hard to pick, like, favorite pieces. But there was two for me. There's more than two that stood out. But there were two that I was like, oh, I would buy those. The first one is this piece. And this is by Stoked, right? The couple, uh, the pair that you just saw there. And another one of their um, artists. But um, this was just... uh, I'm, I'm going to show you guys a video because it's It's a little bit hard to see, but it's actually made up of a ton of Sesame Seed characters. Sesame, Sesame Seed, not Sesame Seed. Sesame Street characters, right? So when you look, when you back up from it, it's one of those pieces that you see multiple things happening at the same time. So from a distance, you can see it's an actual face of a man, right? But up close, it's made up of all of the sesame seed char- sesame, Se- why do I keep saying sesame seed? Sesame Street characters, yeah. So that's pretty cool. Um, it's amazing piece to be quite honest. And so, let me show you the video because the video is much more interesting. Hold on. So here's the video of it. So that's like from a distance and then when you get close up there's all the little sesame street characters is that not cool that is the coolest thing i've seen in a really long time and then from a distance it's a man with a beard and then when you get up close like how do you how do you do this this is just to me i'm blown away i'm like that is so amazing like where do you start like, when you start putting a piece like this together, like, I don't know. To me, it's just like, what? How'd you come up with this idea? I'm telling you, the talent on this island is uh, truly amazing. So, um, the team at Stoat came in. You guys have got to check them out. They do all sorts of amazing things uh, there. I actually have a piece by Pam. She was the um, young lady there in the picture. And Pam uh, Lawrenson and her husband are both artists as well. And he does, I think right now, he probably does a a bit more than her. She, you know, works for the Cancer Foundation. Um, She is a survivor as well. And then she's got two kids, two young kids. And so her hands are full, to say the least. But she does paint and, you know, I have one of her paintings in my home that is just absolutely gorgeous. The really weird thing about it is I've got one painting on like one side of the TV and there's nothing on the other side. So I've said to her last night, I think I finally, it's been there for years. (laughs) I saw it and it was like, I must have that. And I think that it's time for for, um, me to get another piece. Now, look at this one. I also really enjoyed this piece. This is a COVID piece, pandemic piece. So it's 1918, of course, we know, was the last uh, major sort of viral pandemic, and then 2020. And this um, artist here, you know, has painted this gorgeous. Says Wonder Woman. She's wearing a Wonder Woman shirt. And then, you know, she is... For those who are listening on radio, she has painted a picture of her, a woman painting a picture, if that makes any sense. You've got to see it. Absolutely gorgeous. But there are lots of wonderful pieces. So when you go to the HSA, now, when you sit like in the sitting room, you're going to see all of these amazing works of art. So give a big shout out to Miss Oldie, because this was made possible by her. And really, really importantly, it now helps support or it supported local artists when these purchases uh, were made. Even to have one piece of your work purchased during the COVID pandemic, you know, um, certainly would have been helpful in terms of your bottom line. So really um, appreciative of people who uh, step forward, and do things like this. They had all sorts of, um, the collection is, is very varied. That's Miss Oldie, Natalie from the gallery, and Miss, uh, Lizette Yearwood. So, yeah, the pieces are very, very varied. So, go, go by. I feel like you should make an appointment with your physician there just to see, just to see the artwork. Just go by, just because. <laughs> so, they have a lot of artists. They gave us the, um, all the pieces of where they're located. So we have Carlos Garcia. He has a piece there. Um, Amanda Craig, Ben Phillips, Charles Long. I mean, it's a long list. Randy Chalette, June South Robinson, John Reno Jackson, Jason Kennedy, uh, Lisa Lourdes. You know, it was a really Lorna Reed. There was a lot of contributions so it was very, very, um, very, varied pieces of art throughout. So those were kind of the two pieces that I really was like, you know, I'd love those in my house. But there was tons of other <clears throat> pieces. There was one of like of a crab. There was, um, there's huge pieces like in the reception area. So I'll show you some of these. There's the chalettes. Um, let me show you a few more pieces. So this one is in the reception area. Isn't that gorgeous? So, you know, they, they would have gone through and seen what pieces were appropriate for what locations and so forth. So make sure now that when you take your kids there, some of the pieces are behind a plexiglass. So don't make your kids touch the plexiglass folks. Um, it's there to protect them. I think they're going to be adding some more plexiglass around some pieces. And so it was really a nice evening and I appreciate them uh, inviting me to this event. Really beautiful. So check out the um, the video that we'll play a little bit later on. Really nice. All right. Kudos to everybody. So Miss um, First Lady uh ann is here wishing everybody a happy Friday and God's richest blessings. um Jonathan says that's the guy who made the show. um which guy the one with that one piece I mean listen, that piece was amazing. Ms Barber's here Lavana's in the house. uh Marshall says that's a nice painting. he is very talented um. Sandra says Sue's name needs to be mentioned more. Miss Oldie, Sue Oldie. Well, I tell you what, Miss Susan Oldie has uh, done a lot in this community. I've heard her name, oh my gosh, forever. Uh, June Ivan, she was very, very instrumental in the rebuilding efforts, particularly in East End. I think Miss Oldie owns a lot of property in the East End. You know, the whole uh, Queens Highway that has like that green fence that runs practically all of Queens Highway. I think that's where she's purchased like a lot of her property and stuff like that. Um, I don't know how much time she spends in Cayman, but uh, this is definitely, you know, one of her homes. And she seems to be one of those people who is just amazing and willing to make a meaningful contribution uh, to the community. So um, she's of a particular financial means that most of us would probably only dream about. But, you know, it's great when people who have money can be um, altruistic with it and want to share, want to be involved in the arts, they want to contribute to different NPOs and organizations and so on. Uh, it kind of made me reflect on yesterday's program when we were talking about the Dart organization. Now, a lot of you have your feelings about the DART organization. And sometimes I do think that the way that we view people can be very um, one dimensional and singular. So, you know, obviously DART has a lot um, of money, right? He owns a lot of assets. His biggest property holdings holdings are not in the Cayman Islands, despite what you guys think. It's actually in the United States of America. He has lots of property all over New York, and um, you know, he's just amazing like that. So, but he he's a businessman, capitalist, venture capitalist, loan people money, and so forth. But he also does a lot of things, the organization, uh, and by extension, you know, the DART family, does a lot of things that I think people don't give them credit for and they don't recognize. I was having a conversation with someone yesterday. And I said to them, uh, we were talking about management in the DART organization. And one of the things that um, they do is they offer mortgages i don't I don't think this is a secret. I don't think it is. I mean, I've known it for many, many years, so can't be a secret if I know it really. Um but they offer mortgages for like senior management at a preferential rate. so you know how right now y'all we're all in the same boat with uh the banks and we're trying to rush to get a fixed interest rate if you can because it keeps going up. Well, to their senior managers, they offer decent rate mortgages better than what the bank can give you and so this is one of the benefits of being a manager at the dart organization and i know people who have been able to as a result of that get homes that probably the bank would have been like mm, you know with the interest rate what it is it's going to keep going out We well, don't know if you can afford this in five years and with, with the dart organization they've been able to um acquire these properties and i'm talking about K-Manions to be very, very clear. Born, bred, multi-generational Caymanians have been able to get these sorts of benefits as a result of working uh, for and, you know, with that organization. So, um, you know, it's um, it's one of those things, you know, for them to run a recycling program at no cost to this country, even though it was just glass recycling, That's still major, because there's a lot of glass on this island. And to run that glass recycling program for 10 years, I think, um, is pretty amazing. And it's just so interesting, again, now that the program has come to an end, because the machine has come to an end, everybody wants to be critical, like, oh, well, run it for another 50 years, why don't you, kind of attitude. And I said, you know, again, there's sometimes a sense of ungratefulness. In this community for people who contribute. Let me be very clear. There's a lot of people who make their money, Caymanians included, Caymanian merchants, who don't give back in any way, shape, or form to this community. It's all about me, 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 me. Profit, 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 bottom line, and that's it. There are people who give silently and they don't make a big deal about it. You don't always know. Uh, People like Susan Oldie, she does a lot and you don't, you don't know about it. She doesn't need to pat herself on the back. And I think the DART organization actually does that as well. And so, you know, you have to give people credit where credit is due. Like they've literally donated like a million dollars to um, sort of this crime fighting effort. Speaking of crime, you guys see what has been happening in the last couple of weeks. To make sure that the police have, the police, the Coast Guard, all of our armed services, fire service, everybody that is including the armed services, has what they need to be the best that they can be. So whatever equipment they need, because government has limitations. And so when you have individuals who, you know, have financial means, they try to contribute, whether it's to the R3 Foundation. Is it R3 or R4? It's R3, right? Uh, That's a nonprofit organization. They give to them as well. They donate the funds to organizations that they know, um, and in Rack of Kind is ARC and so on, that they know will um, be responsible with the funds that are, are accountable for their money as NPOs. And so I think that there's a lot of credit that should be given to people who really step forward. So 10 years of glass recycling, you would be surprised the significant amount that that has kept out of the landfill of the Cayman Islands and that's a major contribution. So big shout out to all those people. Big shout out to Dale Crichton. <laughs> He's one of those individuals as well. But Dale is very, very silent about what he does. But, you know, he helps people um, all the time on, on a one-on-one basis. Like people are always getting donations from him and so on. Uh, so big shout out to those people. So um, good morning to Miss Lucille. She says, "A very good morning, Sandy. I love your top, lovely color. I hope you're much calmer this morning. <laughs> Give my love to all the taxi drivers, um, and I know they're not making much money, but keep the faith and pray. Um, God, all the t- pray, pray to God all the time. Love, came out. lovely painting. Yes. So, uh, thank you very much, Miss Lucille. Believe it or not, I'm calm." even when I'm not calm, if you understand what that means. Uh, I'm passionate, but calm. Mm
3: -hmm.
2: So Marshall says, um, Ms. Oldie has done a lot for Cayman, especially the East End community. Yeah, she was quite close or is quite close to um, to the former MP for East End, Mr. Arden McLean as well. Uh, They've known each other for many, 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 many years. So Ms. Wanda says, you're so right. So many give uh, nothing or give something, but advertise it when they can certainly afford it, but will take everything that they can. So it's always um, a give and take. So Sandra claims that the Dart organization gets enough concessions than what he donates. um, I don't know about that, but what I would say is investments that he has made including Caymanna Bay and other things, it's not the sort of thing that you can say, oh, I'm going to go and pick up Caymanna Bay and just leave. And not all businesses are profitable, Sandra. And unless you've seen the man's bottom line, you, would, you wouldn't you would necessarily understand that even sometimes uh, when it comes to renting out spaces in Caymanna Bay, they may be doing so to some smaller merchants at a loss but just because they want the town center to be active and to be full. And um, even during COVID helping people with rent and not charging them the full rent in some instances for upwards of a year to really try to give them a bit of a break. You know, I'm always curious to find out more about these organizations and that's why sometimes I talk to people off record and I do a lot of digging to make sure that we have, you know, the facts in order when we talk about the contributions that they do make. One of the major contributions is in the area of employment. And I know sometimes we don't think about this, but I want you guys to think about this for a second. The organization has built a number of buildings and they employ and use um, different contractors and vendors and suppliers. They've got two buildings that look like they're pretty close to being finished at Camara uh, Bay. So there's the one that's close to Foster's, which I think it's, it's like mixed use. So there'll be residences on the top and then shops and whatever on the bottom floor. And then there's the one that's closer to, um, oh, I guess more like the the main, uh, not that there's a main building there because there's multiple buildings, but more like over by CNB. My apologies in that area. And they're both, I was looking at them the other day, I'm like, wow, they're near completion. And then I think they've got one more hotel that is coming online that is near uh, completion as well. And then I understand that after, th- after those current projects are done, there'll be no construction for the foreseeable future from this organization. And I wondered how much of an economic impact are they making even just by way of, um, construction in the millions is an understatement. So Sandra, when you think about the contributions that are made with jobs and other things, and, you know, once you've got jobs that agitates the, the, uh, economy in a positive way, people have money to spend when you get got a job, honey child, you can afford maybe barely, but you can afford to go to the grocery store. You can, you know, afford to do, you know, extracurricular activities you spend in the economy, which helps everybody. When there's no construction, what happens to all the construction workers? Now I know what y'all are thinking. You're like, oh, well, that's only gonna be, oh, we are importing foreign labor and we are because there's not enough Caymanians, but there are Caymanian companies who are at the top of that, even if it's middle management or at the top of that food chain, who they're the ones who are employing foreign labor to work on a lot of these projects. Uh, think about, for example, um, the premier's brother-in-law. Um, I forget what his name is now, but the one who had a little scandal with his workers that he was importing in from Honduras. They were the ones who, he's he's a Caymanian, and he's the one who's mistreating the foreign workers. It wasn't the DART organization. It wasn't Davenport, it was him. What's his name again? Clive Clint, whatever his name is. So big business employs smaller businesses. They employ suppliers. They use shipping companies and other organizations to bring stuff in. So you would be surprised at the trickle-down effect of when people with money spend money. And I wouldn't discard it as being non-impactful, or I wouldn't say even that the amount of concessions that they get amounts to that. There's a balance that has to be um, sought. So Health City is another example. You know, they have the project at East End, but now they're expanding to Kamana Bay. That's a, That looks like a pretty sizable, I don't know if the footprint of that is actually like the square footage, is actually going to be bigger than what's at East End, but that's a good size construction project as well. Every day I drive by there, I see that they are constantly working on that project. That means supplies are coming in, and let's make no bones about it. You and I sit down in isolation, we can have one conversation, and a lot of times our conversations are because we don't even understand the logistics of how all of this works. I have sat on the other side of things, and I have seen even the project in Beach Bay, um, the Mandarin. Right, one of the biggest things uh, I see happening there at the community meeting that they had is there were Caymanian construction workers. They own plumbing companies, electrical companies, all these other things. They were there in the audience listening quite keenly but they weren't really there to listen to your community concerns. They were there to try to get an ear, an audience with the construction team, with the project managers, with the planners. Remember Mr. Spencer? That's who they were there to talk to and I paid attention. After the meeting, they were like, Hey, here's my business card. Call me. Mm -hmm. Those are commanding people looking for work. This is how it's done, folks. You've got plumbing needs. This is a massive project. I want a piece of that pie. Shipping companies. Material has to be brought into this island. Those are Caymanian-owned shipping companies, by by the way, brokers and so on. There is a significant trickle down in the economy, not just about future jobs at the hotel. I'm talking about pre all of that. Even in the construction phase, there's a lot that will happen that will benefit the community. The other day I was (laughs) looking at uh, some real estate website and I kind of chuckled to myself. Um, and, uh, I, I kind of laughed and I said, I saw it like a property up for sale or something. And it made reference to the, um, the beach bay, the Mandarin hotel. It's like, oh, it's close to the Mandarin hotel. So you should pay more money for it. And I thought, "Mm -mm, yes, uh. Already people are seeing that the value or the associated value of surrounding properties is going up because of that. Very, very interesting. Thank you to that astute listener to the program. Clint Groves, former premier's brother-in-law. <laughs> this person says, and hopefully never premiere again. <sighs> ah. someone is so kind. This person says, don't, forget yourself and the things that get done. You contribute silently to great many with no celebration or parade. Oh, that's so sweet of you. Oh, heart emoji. Thank you, this person is such a sweetheart. I do think that all of us have the ability to give back and be of service to others. Even when you don't have a lot yourself because you don't have to give back in money, you can give back in your time. You know, there's a lot of NPOs on this island that just need volunteers. Humane Society needs dog walkers. And hey, if you don't have a job, you're unemployed, don't sit in in your situation. Jonathan and others, get up. Go volunteer to walk a dog. Just don't give the dog any marijuana, Jonathan. Don't make the dog smoke any pot. Go walk a dog. Donate your time and energy. Go sit with seniors, maybe you got to be careful at the seniors home cuz covid is still around but you know spend time helping others kids there's a lot of mentorship programs big brothers big sisters is a wonderful organization that's always looking for a big brother and a big sister to volunteer and to help these kids um so i feel like there are a lot of people who give back from a really good place and so it's it's not a, it's what corporate entities do, right? Did you guys see, um, what's her name? She is the former, oh gosh, um, Bezos. uh, What's her first name again? Oh, So she was married to Jeff Bezos, who's obviously the um, CEO of Amazon, one of the richest people in the world. He got divorced from his wife. Um, Remind me of her name again, but she has said that she's going to give away as much of her money as she possibly can. And this woman is not kidding. In fact, there was an article the other day about her giving away um, McKenzie, a significant amount of, um, of money. So they divorced in 2019. It was a fast divorce, by the way. Some people, when they when when they have money, they're like, "Listen, we're not going to spend money on lawyers. We're not going to make the lawyers rich off of this, right?" So he settled. They they settled it very quickly. He had another woman. You know how these things go, and he was like, "Honey, I'm not going to fight you. Here's a couple hundred million. I'm a billionaire. What's what's that, right?" So she got 25% of their 144 billion joint stock holdings after 26 years of marriage, all sorts of properties and everything else. So her shares were basically worth $35.8 billion. You can't spend that kind of money, right? So she has committed to um, giving away a lot of what she's received in the divorce. And she's been busy doing so. And so there was a whole article a couple of days ago saying that a lot of the NPOs that have been beneficiaries of her um, generosity don't even know why. They don't know how they were chosen. Like she, cho- she just, no one seems to know the formula uh, that she uses to decide who's going to get money. But it's, it's a lot of people um, that are in need Apparently, a lot of organizations. And so when they get the donation, they're just like, wow. Uh, okay, thank you. <laughs> Don't know why, but hey. Mm-hmm. So, uh, Mackenzie Scott, I think she got married again, and I think she's ready to divorce that guy. She just should just remain single. I mean, probably most of the men are not going to be all that interesting to her anymore. But anyway, um, she has substantial wealth um, into the billions. I think she might be ranked, uh, top ranked in the world's wealthiest woman, Mackenzie Scott, in terms of her net worth. But yeah, so she's been giving a lot of it away. And, um, you know, people are like, why did you choose us? I wouldn't I wouldn't even question it, honey child. I'd just be like, listen, thank you for the wonderful donation, Madam Mackenzie Scott. So good for her. And a lot of people with with Uber wealth, like the amounts that we would never imagine, they know, they know, like the rest of us, that when they die, they can't take it with them. And they are more than committed to, you know, helping other organizations, NPOs, and helping people and putting the money to good use. So um, congratulations. So yes, thank you for all of the wonderful people in the community. Thanks, Tracy. Wanda says, so true, grateful for your contributions and mostly thank you for mentoring organizations. Um, Did you say, maybe you said mentioning organizations in need of volunteers. Um, Yes, and uh, I want everyone to find an organization or an individual or whatever. It doesn't have to necessarily be anything super formal that you can mentor, that you can donate to, that you can help. You know, there's always people in need. So yesterday, let's talk about mental health for a minute this morning as well. I ran into a young man yesterday and he was talking to me about um, having a moment recently where he was having a conversation with someone Um, where he kind of broke down and he started crying. And he said, you know, uh, he's dealing with a number of different things, including um, an illness that there is no cure for. It's um, something that eventually will uh, unfortunately um, take his life. And him and his family have to try to deal with the realities of that situation. And you can imagine if you had that burden." In addition to everything else in life, that you know, some moments you're gonna just cry, honey child. It is what it is. I mean, all of us are going that way, but when you know that the time is a lot more eminent for you than for others, um, you know, it, it is what it is. So he was saying that he was just having a moment where he felt like depressed and you know, he just needed to cry. And listen, just cause you want to cry, that doesn't mean that you're depressed. Crying is, is one of the ways in which we, um, we express ourselves. Just like any other form of communication, I think all of us need a good cry every now and then. And so I, I found it interesting that he decided to open up to me a little bit about this, but he was saying, you know, I want you to talk more about these things on your show. And uh, I know that on occasion we do mention the importance of just being vulnerable because that's who we are as people. There's nothing wrong with that. And so um, I was listening to him and he's like, you know, I don't know what happened to me that day. And I said, listen, we live in a community where people uh, don't want you to express your feelings. They don't want you to say, oh, I'm feeling sad. Like everybody has to be in a high 24 seven. And that's not reality, right? Everybody has their moments. So everybody goes through stuff. The takeaway from it, is nothing is permanent. (laughs) Life isn't permanent. Your feelings are not permanent. And this is why I say anybody who's feeling depressed or suicidal, get professional help. But at the very basic, just understand that the moment that you're having now and how you're feeling is not going to last. It's very transient. So don't do anything drastic. Right? What do they say about not finding a permanent solution to something that's temporary. Your feelings are temporary. Your situation is temporary. So don't do anything drastic. Sometimes you just have to find the endurance to just ride it out. Just hang in there. So um, if you're mad and you're listening to this program this morning, you know, there's nothing wrong with you Crying. There's nothing wrong with you expressing your emotions about a situation. Men have feelings just like everybody else. We kind of grew up in this machismo environment where we tell our young boys, don't cry. Oh, you're a sissy, you're a little girl. And I hate when people do stuff like that. Anytime I see a parent doing that, I'm like, please don't do that. If the little boy wants to cry his little eyes out, just like your little girl, just let him cry. Don't make fun of children who cry because the last thing you want a child to do is to be bottling up uh, their feelings. I, w- I was watching um, a video last night with my husband. i um, in another day, but it's about a guy who was being abused by his then girlfriend they dated for I think like three or four years actually. He stayed in it. He said, after the first time, you know, as a man, you're like, oh no, I would never stay in it. And you have all these ideas in your head. And he actually stayed in it to the point where um, she ended up leaving him for another man, the irony of it. And so he talks about um, some of the things that you go through as a man who is being abused. Uh, you know, you don't want to tell anybody that. I mean, what shame, like, you know, everybody's like, how, how, what kind of man are you? Like just thump her one time, or just, you know, it's like, no, like if you're not, you're not an abuser yourself, uh, you are the victim. A lot of times you don't even know how to how to fight back. Right? You find yourself in a situation. And so it was so interesting to see him talking about it from the male perspective and getting very, very emotional about it as well. And my husband was the one who was sitting down watching this video. And then he shared it with me. He, uh, The guy normally does like tech videos and stuff like that. And I don't know what it was necessarily in his life that was happening, why he decided to do this kind of non-traditional video. But it just reminded me, folks, that we are all human beings. Um, We all have feelings. And, um, you know, we... uh, we all have the right to express ourselves. That's the great thing about art. Sometimes people are getting out their feelings artistically, um, which is a great thing. And we all have the right to uh, cry if you want to. Trust me, it's your prerogative. However, you want to express yourself. And sometimes life just gets so overwhelming like, are you in a conversation or situation that's so overwhelming that the only way that you can express yourself is through tears. Ah, how many of us have been there, right? I I told you guys about um, my visit to a couple of years ago. uh, I think it was 2019, actually, maybe 2020, about my visit to the Cancer Foundation. And I was so overwhelmed by everything there, the work that they do. And I feel like I was taking on a lot of the emotions of um, people who were suffering uh, from breast cancer, women in particular. And, you know, I've had family members who've had to go down that struggle as well. And I don't know, like they were just sitting there talking to me about it. And I literally just burst into tears. They were like, oh my God, are you okay? And I was like, I'm fine. But I just had to cry. Like I couldn't, I couldn't even, it wasn't, uh, I'm not crying right now, by the way. I'm just, (laughs) my sinuses are just agitating uh, as I talk, right? We'll take a commercial break here in a second. Um, But yeah, it was just one of those overwhelming moments. I can't even fully explain it, but I felt like I could not contain my tears. Like I literally was just overwhelmed by what they do as an organization, all the good work that they do. And um, just in that moment, I just burst out crying. They were like, oh my God, they were so shocked. I was a a bit taken aback by it as well, but you know what? Let it flow. (laughs) When you have that moment, just, just let the tears out. The tears are there for some reason. You've been holding something in, uh, just let it out. So I want to say to that gentleman who was sharing his experience with me yesterday. And, you know, he said that he actually had this moment with another man and, you know, some men are so like macho, macho, you know, like, uh, the Arnold Schwarzenegger's of the world, they walk around looking like this all the time. Like they're on some serious steroids, (laughs) you know, whether naturally or or induced. And you feel like you can't have like a real moment with some people, but as I always say, you're right where you're supposed to be. If if you're having a moment, you're crying, Child, let it out, have your moment. Uh, To the men who don't think that they need to cry or that they're so super strong, um, you know, let that facade go because we all hurt. And I feel like, you know, we all have feelings and things in life that we're dealing with. And the more that that can be embraced, the better. So, big shout out to um, the men's group, Gavin, um, who works at K Man Physio. He is uh, a Chinese, uh, let me see what his official title is Chinese medicine guy. <laughs> uh, Gavin Kervil. Recently, he was talking about mental health after we had yet another suicide on island. He set up a men's mental health support group. Um, I want you guys to check this out. It's called Strong because it's a private group. But, you know, you are strong when you show that you're not strong, if you know what I mean. When you show your weaknesses, there's strength in that, believe me, you. So go check out Gavin's group. I'm gonna share it the um, I'm gonna share it here in the link. Um, and I want you guys to check it out. It's good to have support from other men who get it, you know. Sometimes men may not necessarily want to talk to women because they feel like maybe we we don't understand them. You know, there is a bit of a divide sometimes in the communication. What do they say? Men are from Mars, women are from Venus. We do communicate differently, and I feel like sometimes we struggle. To um, even express ourselves differently. And that's why it's good to have male friends. It's good to have female friends and just people generally that you connect with. Um, there's a lot of non binary <laughs> things out there where people are like, I don't care if you're male, female, in between. If you connect with someone, you connect with someone. And there is a genuineness to um, those friendships. You know, sometimes you have them within your family, sometimes it's other people that you share that type of connection with. And uh, it's just amazing when you have it. So yeah, so Marshall says, crying is not a sign of weakness. Crying is good for the soul and to release the stress that surrounds you. I completely agree. Um, Kamen Kine says, please support the mental health day care center. Where is the care center? We talked about mental health day. Um, was that celebrated? I think it was last month or the month before. So good morning, to Ms. Dorothy. Uh, Sandra says 2.6 billion was exported in COVID pension payout. That is what happened to Jamaica. Now it's infested with crime. So what happened to Cayman? Wait, it's coming. Well, Sandra, 2.6 billion. What currency is that, please? Exported COVID pension payout. That is what happened to Jamaica. So you're saying that in Jamaica they exported 2.6 billion. Exported it to go where? Uh, Jamaica is one of the places in the world that received the most inward money from um, Jamaicans and others living abroad. So I would be surprised to hear that they are exporting more money than they're actually taking in. But Jamaica's crime situation has nothing to do with any recent events. <laughs> it's been brewing a long time, just like K-Man's crime situation has been uh, brewing a very long time as well. So... Um, these things don't happen overnight and that's why they can't be resolved overnight either. There's no quick fix. There's no aid that you can just stick on it. So good morning to Miss Bonnie. Uh, Chanel says, I'm looking for someone who knows how to open an office in the Caymans for marketing. Open an office. What do you mean open an office? <laughs> uh, there are lots of Caymanians who are in the business of marketing. I'm not sure if they're looking for any partners. Uh, Chanel, but um, they do exist. Uh, Morna says, Sandy, from I was born, I was crying and still crying. Sometimes crying makes you feel better. Absolutely. Who doesn't feel good after a good cry? (laughs) Jonathan is so funny. He says, that's for calling my name. Earlier, I pulled out my chicken foot. No, believe it or not, I woke up this morning (laughs) knowing full while that I was going to have some sinus issues during the show. And you know what is so weird? It only happens to the show because I'm talking a lot. I feel like I'm um, naturally irrigating my sinuses. So I know Jonathan wants to take credit for his voodoo um, chicken foot, but (laughs) very logically it has nothing to do with that. Let's take a commercial break. Speaking of voodoo and chicken foot, I wanna share something with you guys, but let's take a commercial break because this is interesting.
4: Are you tired of overpaying for TV services? Can't figure out VPNs? Constantly missing your favorite TV shows? And no access to the good stuff on streaming services? The frustration is real, but it doesn't have to be. Contact Roque, K-man streaming pros. We'll put you back in the driver's seat in front of your TV. Call, WhatsApp, or message Roque today on 926-1213. Roque is not a TV service provider. Terms and conditions apply.
1: Recover personal injury attorneys. Helping injured people get what they deserve. Did you know that insurance companies have lawyers that represent their interests? Before signing and accepting any settlement, know your rights. Call us today for a free consultation at 924-9999. That's 924-9999. Recover. Your personal injury attorneys are on standby to
5: assist. Wonderland Christmas trees are here! It's official! It's Cayman's most wonderful time of the year! Don't delay or all the elves will give the trees away! Stop by our Christmas tree lot to select from the finest balsam fir trees, starting at $100 for five to six feet. Christmas lot is located right next to Cost you less and Governor's Square. Selected from the best farms in Canada, your tree has been grown with love and care by all our elves for many years. Wonderland Christmas Trees is owned and operated by experienced elves with over six years of industry experience. Don't trust your Christmas tree needs to anyone else. And remember, for every tree you purchase, Wonderland Christmas Trees makes a donation to feed our future and meals on wheels. Visit wonderlandtrees.ky or find us on Facebook to place your Today, Christmas tree sales going on now. Don't delay. Wonderland Christmas Trees, your best choice for Christmas.
4: Ho, 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 ho! Merry Christmas! Crichton Properties is one of Cayman's most trusted real estate companies for over 50 years. We offer a diverse selection of property listings and help our clients navigate the world of buying or selling their properties with confidence. Crichton is a name you can trust with our excellent customer service and family-friendly touch. Contact us today to list your home, land, or condo for sale by calling 949-5250 or email info at CrichtonProperties.com. Crichton Properties, a trusted Cereba member.
0: The Cold Hard Truth is Cayman's number one talk show since it debuted in March 2020. According to independent research, we are the most listened to talk show in 2021, and most people prefer us to any other options on island. We tackle tough issues some days, and other times have fun and lighthearted discussions. But most importantly the cold hard truth is here for you thank you for your support as we continue to be the voice of the people in 2022 and beyond
2: welcome back welcome back to the program so um, I have to laugh at Jonathan when he talks about things like his chicken foot and voodoo dolls and whatever. And then it made me think of a message that I received um, yesterday from someone. And I got to be very, very clear about what my position is on these things. because I think I don't like to mince my words and I don't like... Um, to, for people not to know exactly where I stand. Yeah. If I have an opinion on something and I feel like sharing it, that I'm going to share it as I think we all should. And your opinion on something doesn't mean that that's going to be my opinion on something and vice versa. We can agree to disagree. And what I don't like is when people send me certain types of messages with assumptions of what my position is going to be. So, I had someone last night who sent me a message. And sometimes I think that y'all have too much time on your hands. <laughs> you know, that you you sit down and you you think about some of the most ridiculous nonsense in the world. Um, and when you really need to be focused on something positive, uh, improving yourself, volunteering, as we talked about earlier you know, just getting out there and doing a bit more in your community and improving your lives in some meaningful way. I'm getting to that age now where, you know, I'm very, very concerned about um, financial freedom. I've talked to you guys before about my goals to become mortgage-free, and honey, I am on that hustle like you would not believe. And, you know, the fact that you're 50, 60, 70 years old. And you're still out there trying to find a rental house to me is not something that's impressive. But sometimes we got to look at the decisions that we've made in our lives and the things that we spent a lot of energy on. So someone sent me this. I'm going to show you guys this and I'm going to explain what this is. Someone sent me this. I don't know where it came from. I'm guessing it's somewhere on social media about bad I don't know if this is a story or where this has come from. Um, so it talks about this uh, today. There's going to be some event called Blackout Jab Jab Fet. And um, it says all roads lead to the Safe Haven Marina parking lot on Friday, November the 11th, for one of the most unique fets to hit the Cayman Islands, the Blackout, Blackout Jab Jab Fet. And I, I heard nothing about this before yesterday. So someone sent me this. It says it's a fundraiser hosted by a nonprofit organization, Cayman Carnival Batamanu. The event promises to be a Jové-like experience and participants are encouraged to dress the part. It goes on to say, in the Caribbean, jab-jab is a French Creole patois term, meaning double devil. And it is originally a devil mask character, which is commonly played in Trinidad and Grenada in various forms and colors, which involves wearing large horns on the head, plastering the body with paint, oil, tar, or grease, walking with chairs or a whip and dancing to the beat of drums explain about a new chairperson, Donna Myrie. It will definitely be a fet not to be missed. And we encourage everyone to embrace the theme and come in their best jab jab, mask, costumes, and accessories. Uh, I heard nothing about it until yesterday after five o'clock. Someone sent it to me with the following comment: Sandy, how I not hear you saying anything about this. Good afternoon. They forgot their manners. Then they said, like, seriously, Sandy? This means that you support this. I lose off a, what? I lose off a you, trust me. Okay. Let me be crystal clear here. You know, sometimes people say things to me and I'm like, Sandy, do you really want to respond to this person right now? Because if you respond to the truth, with the truth, um unfiltered truth, the cold hard truth, They're probably not going to like it and they're going to get their feelings hurt. First of all, I knew nothing about it. And that's why if I don't know anything about something, I can't possibly comment on it. I'm not psychic in that way. But don't, uh, this this is the very definition of someone trying to um, gaslight you. Oh, why haven't you spoken about this? Oh, I'm going to lose respect for you. Blah, blah, blah. (laughs) Listen. Whether you lose respect for me or not is your problem. That has no no relevance in my life whatsoever. It has nothing to do with the price of rice in China. And it has nothing to do with Sandy Hill and what's going on in my life. In other words, I don't care. Sometimes when certain people have the audacity to say these things to you, Knowing who they are, where they've come from, and even sometimes, you know, the things that you have done um, to assist them in life, and then they want to talk foolishness about, oops, some Jove thing. I'm not into carnival. Y'all know this. I could care less. Be careful the words sometimes that you choose uh, when you're talking to people. Because I want to make it very clear. Your opinion, and whether you lose respect for me because you think that I haven't addressed an issue that's important to you, shall take several seats in the back of the classroom. I don't care. Everybody has an opinion about everything. Y'all celebrate Halloween. There's some people like, oh, Halloween is like the devil's work. And when you look up the history of Halloween, it's like, really? Spanish people have Day of the Dead, right? We all go to Mexican restaurants and Day of the Dead for taco specials. <laughs> uh, in Mexico and elsewhere in the world, they, they you know, c- celebrate Day of the Dead by putting on these Satan-looking costumes and dead people costumes. And you have to understand culture and how culture has come about and how these events have come about and the history of what it is. So I don't know what this person is reading into this bad of a new jab, jab, fest, whatever the heck it is about double devil. Somebody else just sent it to me again, highlighting certain components of it. Double devil, devil mask character, large horns. Y'all don't do that for Halloween. I was dressed as a friggin' vampire. Don't over think these things. It says, jab, jab is a French Creole patois term. Do you know the history of French Creoles? Do you know how that event got started? Do you even know the history of your own friggin' ancestors? Don't come to me with your ridiculousness. All y'all talk about, oh, you're Christians and you read the Bible and you believe in God and this and that. Your history is not that. You are African people that came from this sort of thing, jab, jab, and whatever else. If you even understood your history and the descendants from which you came, you would not be insulted by this carnival because it is a historical thing in Trinidad and in Grenada, apparently. You would know a thing as a about Joves and about carnivals, like I said, I don't personally participate in them. I could care less about a carnival. You will never see me go out in a carnival as a participant. You have a choice. You don't have to go. You don't like it, Uh, then don't go. Now y'all going all up in your feelings. When you look it up, it says, a person dressed up as a devil character in Caribbean carnivals who carries a whip in the hand and is used to hit others. There's a historical meaning to this whole jab-jab carnival thing. You don't have to participate. It's considered actually an integral part of Caribbean carnivals globally. That's the whole thing with the masks. I mean, you know, we've seen photos of them. In fact, a lot of their carnival costumes are extremely elaborate when they do these jovets or these street parties. Cayman has adopted, I'm gonna show you a picture here from one of Grenada's annual carnival. Cayman has adopted the concept of carnival when in fact, as a people like historically, that's not even our history, right? We we are very limited when it comes to history in the sense that although we are from um, a collective African culture, Caymanians have never wanted to accept or believe that. So I'm gonna show you a picture here because a lot of other Caribbean countries embrace at uh, carnival a lot more. We have I think at a certain point now began to embrace it. So here's one here. This is the this is her uh, painted in black and wearing her little devil horns and whatever. All right. So that's not who we are. That's not what we're into. You don't have to do it. This, this is date-back's Jab-Jab Masquerader at the Trinidad, Trinidad Carnival, dating back to 1950. A lot of Caribbean countries have carried on. This is uh, Grenada's Juvenet, Juve, Juve 2019. Mm-hmm. Um, where, you know, th- this is what they celebrate. Here's, here's a picture. Look at that. That's jab, jab. What it's all about. 2021 Trinidad carnival. If you do not like it, do not go. It is not for me to sit here and talk about Donna's um, carnival. Obviously this is something that she has been doing for a number of years. If you're not a carnival person, I don't think, you know, kids need to be involved in carnival personally. See some of the outfits here. Here's the guy with the, they're talking about with the stick. So they, they tend to be very, very colorful. Um, they do have this this theme that has carried over from their African ancestry. And the, the funny thing is, most of these people would consider themselves Christians, Now, if you're concerned about the fact that they are dressed and celebrating what is part of their African ancestry, because they're now Christians, go and talk to people in Trinidad. Go and take up your issues. Oh, wow, look at this one. She's very colorful. Go take it up with Donna. If you don't want to participate, that's your business. You don't have to participate. Nobody's forcing you to participate. Here's another one with the devil horns. For most of these people, it's just an excuse to party and have a good time and put on a horn. And you know what? A lot of people tell you you're doing the same thing at Christmas time. You're putting on an angel um, costume and an outfit when you don't even know the history of the Christian Christian religion, which the history of the Christ- Christianity has been atrocious. More people have been killed in the name of Christianity than anything else. More boys have been molested. More nuns have had abortions and gotten pregnant than in any other religion. You all need to understand the realities of what it is that you believe and why you believe what you believe. We are a product, folks, of our parents and their parents, and their parents before them. It's one of the reasons why I came on Voices is so important. You have to know where you come from. And the things that we believe are heavily influenced. Look at this one. 2005, they put tar. Why, why do they put tar in themselves? I guess to get that black and greasy look. But tar, putting tar in your skin can't be healthy. I'd be more concerned about that. Hopefully it's some kind of safe paint not really like tartar, tartar, jab, jab, tartar. Just, y'all, yeah, I do feel like y'all need to get over it a little bit, but don't send me your messages talking about you've lost respect for me. Cause I'm not going to sit here and talk about this one's called Miss Fluffy and talk about Juve and this and that. I don't go. I don't care to go. I'm not interested Certainly you have more important things in your life that you should be concerned about. I, I, trust me. I know. Make Donna have her little event. Who cares? Mm-hmm. Live says helping people anonymously gives me great joy, especially when I pass them in public and they don't know. Isn't that wonderful? Good morning to Ms. Dawn. Marshall says it's uh, good to have friends, but friends who understand you and wouldn't judge you when you're having a moment. Absolutely. Aliana says, I haven't cried in a while, but man, oh, man, oh, man, dealing with life in Man makes me violent-minded and break down uh, besides we men are raised different thanks to society. Well, Aliano, feel free to cry. Tell him Sandy gave you permission to cry if you want to cry. <laughs> Oh, child. Cry when you go to the grocery store. Uh, I see y'all post about the grocery store and stuff. And um, I hate to tell you, but food inflation is real. So uh, Marshall says, Jonathan, if you add some beans with the chicken foot, you'll have a great meal. (laughs) Now he's joking that he got his chicken foot from Haiti. Um, And of course, you know that they, They believe in voodoo. That's one of their religious beliefs. I I learned a long time ago that I'm not here to accept everything that passes by me. I don't have to entertain it. I don't have to take it on, but at the same time, I don't have to disrespect people and tell them to change who they are. If you're Haitian and you believe in voodoo, I don't believe in it, but okay, that's you. That's how you grew up. That's your culture. Like I said, a lot of y'all need to focus on something more meaningful. To me, this is a waste. I even feel like I'm wasting a conversation this morning, although I know I'm not because maybe somebody needs to hear this. Jim says people only comprehend on their level of comprehension. Well, that's for sure. Good morning, Miss Ann, Joining us in 813, that's Tampa, Florida. Wanda, good morning. She says, I do wish that folks would remember that today is November the 11th. When we remember and pay respect. For the folks who fought for freedom, even though Cayman celebrates it on Sunday and Pirates Week seems to start today, at least after dark. Ah, thank you, Wanda, for reminding us about Remembrance Day. You see people walking around with their little poppy? And yes, we will have official celebrations of that over the weekend. Jonathan says... That's the same thing I say about a casino. When they build it, um, if you don't like it, don't go. Gabby says, exactly. Stay your ass home and read your Bible if you don't like it. Mind you, most of these people still not reading the Bible, but they're complaining about Jove. Live says, Carnival in Cayman since 1984 and 1990 for Jamaica. My dear, they got time. Mm-mm. Uh, Marshall says, whatever's going on and you don't like it, don't take part of it. You have an option. You know what is so interesting to me? A lot of these same people who like to send me this kind of foolishness, um, conspiracy theorists, theorists, my apologies. I never hear them speaking out when I'm talking about child abuse. I'm like, why don't you jump on that bandwagon? Why don't you help me spread the word? about why we need to protect children and why we need to protect women. And, and you know, that's what I want you to lend your voice to. Speak up. Mm-mm. Gabby says, speak on it hundred uh, percent. Jonathan says it looks more like Viking horns, but okay, you can call it devil horns. <laughs> El Ray says, yes, carnival is my religion. El Ray, He liked to wear them skimpy outfits, child. I'll be watching him. He puts on a little pair of skimpy shorts and he puts on his little paint. That's why he has to keep himself looking sexy and going to the gym and all that good stuff. Because he's like, he don't want no fat rolling out of his little shorts. Child, like I said, if you don't like carnival, just don't go. It is what it is. People enjoy it. Listen, I think you give people any reason to dance in the streets, and to have a drink along with it and to put on a costume, they're all about that life. Everywhere in the world has some form of like carnival style celebration. Listen, we're celebrating pirates. What the hell y'all want? Y'all complain about Pirates Week? I don't see you sending me that about the history of pirates and the atrocities that they carried out. Speaking of Pirates Week, Lord Jesus, take the wheel now. Oh, oh, oh. Good morning to Miss Lillian, who's joining us from San Andreas Island. So good to see you. Um <laughs> I'm not fully ready to have the Pirates Week conversation yet because there are events going on. Try to go support it because apparently the marketing, somebody commented in a post yesterday. Uh Where they said, um, this has been, what what was the comment? Hold on. (laughs) Let me find the comment and share with you guys. Because it said something like, this has been the the best kept secret that that Pirates Week was even happening this year. I had to chuckle to myself. I think the marketing has fell short. Um, So listen, Miss... Melanie Macfield, who's over at CNCF. She's been there now for a bit. Um, I understand that a lot of you, because you've been messaging me, seem to think it's, it's her fault why this um, Pirates Week is less than successful. That's what y'all are telling me. And I said, hold on a second now. Let's get it straight. Because Melanie doesn't have anything to do with Pirates Week this year. She's at CNCF. This person, Miss Brenda Lee Epang, she made me laugh. She says, Hashtag just saying, Pirates Week 2022 was the best kept secret in the Cayman Islands. (laughs) Miss Ann Stevenson says, For real. (laughs) Oh my God. I had to laugh at that. It is laughable. It was under a post. uh, Let me share the screen with you guys. Where we were clarifying for the sake of Melanie and her own sanity because she's in the middle now of launching Gimme Story. For the sake of that, to for y'all to stop blaming this poor woman for whatever you think is going on with Pirates Week because she has nothing to do with it. The Ministry of Sports Culture and what's the other thing that's added on to them? They are the ones who have taken over Pirates Week planning and marketing the whole nine yards. So if you have any beef, take it out with the ministry, not with Melanie. Yes, put blame where it belongs if you think there's blame to be had, because it ain't got nothing to do with her. Crystal clear? We will talk about Pirates Week on another day after the events are over, because I have heard um, quite a number of complaints. 936-BOBO is the telephone number. Now, remember yesterday morning, (laughs) Jim says, what what marketing? (laughs) Oh, Jim, I feel you. I really do, um, and I think that has been the biggest thing is they've fallen down in the marketing. Apparently, they gave it to the compass, <laughs> and well, what can we say? Uh, as Jim said, what marketing? All right. Well, leave it right there, honey child, for now. We're gonna soon FY how much money was wasted uh, on that venture. Okay. So yesterday morning, a young lady uh, shared that her car was stolen. It's a brand new 2022 uh, vehicle. What are these cars called again? Shanggang something or another? I think they're Chinese made. And so um, we put it up. And in two twos, the person said, this is what they said. It's a 2002 stolen vehicle, Shanggang CS15 SUV. I've seen them around. I'm like, who makes these cars? I don't even know this brand. A person says, someone stole my vehicle near the Rubus gas station off Walker's Road. Police is not much of a help these days. So I kindly ask if you could please post this and see if anyone has seen anything. Any help would be greatly appreciated. Well, guess what, y'all? We found their car for them. (laughs) Yes. The mystery of the car thief has been solved within like an hour of putting this up. Can you all believe it? No wonder y'all be coming to CMR and saying the police not doing nothing. The police is like, oh yeah, that person's on our radar. Really? Well, apparently they stole this woman's car. And not only did they steal it, we actually have a picture, hold on now. See the car parked off right here? They've been driving the car all over the place. I've been getting messages from people left, right, and center. Car spotted down by the bakery in West Bay Road. Car spotted in West Bay, in Windsor Park. So this person who is known to have a drug addiction problem, yeah, went and stole this woman's car. Now, listen, folks, you got to be careful. We all do this. We go in the gas station. We leave the car, our handbags in the car. We do the keys in the handbag, everything. This person gone and steal her car driving all over Kingdom Come. Next thing you know, this woman can get her car back with cracked pipes in the back seat and burn marks on the, on, the, on the seat covers. Lord have mercy. The nerve of this man is really something else. Anyway, we're not going to name him because hopefully the police can do their job today and actually pick him up. Fingerprint the vehicle and soon we'll be hearing an official release that he has been arrested for car theft. Mm-mm. The man is known to cause an issue in, in the BRAC, and he was in the BRAC doing the exact same thing, stealing people's cars, breaking into people's homes, all in an effort to support his drug habit. Lord Jesus. And the police talking like, about, yeah, he's out on bail. And, and he's known to them. I'm like, say what? Uh, Go pick the man up. He's unbailed. and he's known to you? Because apparently he takes off his ankle monitor. I thought that they couldn't be taken off. No, sir. We're still doing that? That's still not resolved? This is what y'all need to be speaking on. Because when the court decides to give people bail, if they cannot understand how easy it is for even someone on drugs to take off his ankle monitor and then the police can't find him, why are you giving people bail with an ankle monitor? You might as well not even bother. And this is precisely what is happening. No, so, so kudos to um, the good citizens who've been reporting spotless car all over the place. We now know who allegedly is the thief. Yeah, here's another one. Remember the suitcase? The lady we were looking for in Sanalus Tamayo with the, the lost suitcase. Well, good news. After over a week, this woman has been reunited with her suitcase. Now, here's the sad news. Apparently, her suitcase had wedding stuff in it. I don't know if she was getting married or somebody else would get married. <laughs> but I don't know when the wedding is, if it came and went and what happened. But, oh, wow. That's pretty crazy. Well, um, unfortunately, the suitcase is missing for over a week. I found this story peculiar in the sense that I don't know about y'all, but I could never have a suitcase in my house for over a week and not unpack it. Honey, child, I'm one of those people. That the second I go to Miami for shopping and I return. I'm unpacking the minute I hit the front door, no matter how late at night it is. I'm like, okay, let me just start unpacking one suitcase. And then one starts with the next one. I cannot stand to have suitcases here with stuff in it. I'm like, let's pack it away. Everything has a place. As I'm packing stuff out, you know, I put it, I make piles on the sofa and I'm like, okay, this is Marlin's clothing pile, his shoe pile. You know, that's what I miss stuff. Cause I'm like, ooh why does Gianna ha- only have one foot of a pair of shoes that I know I bought? That's because I left <laughs> I left the other foot with family in Fort Lauderdale. I'm like, oops. And then I messaged them right away. Uh, can you look in the room that I stayed in and see if you find a little pair of shoes, <laughs> one foot? And then they're able to tell me, oh yeah, it's here. We'll set it aside for you. Otherwise you weigh a weight leader, you, for- you forget everything. Anyway, um, big shout out to Shankar over at Cayman Airways. Uh, He was able to assist because he knew this woman was was missing her bag. So listen, this isn't a situation where someone picked up the wrong bag. They picked up an extra wrong bag. They got all their stuff plus one more. Here's a little tip for you. I hate black bags, but sometimes you can't help it when you're traveling because every bag is black for as I'm concerned almost. I buy colored suitcases if I can find them, like bright colors. Yeah. But put name tags on your stuff. Um, Walmart, Amazon, they all carry the really colorful name tags that kind of stand out. They're like a different pattern. Well, if you know Walmart selling it, probably everybody else in the world has it too. But also you can get little pieces of like string or a ribbon or something. Like you support breast cancer, different things tie it a certain way, like on your, on the handle, something to kind of try to differentiate your black piece of luggage from everybody else's black luggage. And here's another travel tip. Count the pieces that you have. So when you're at the counter and they give you all your tickets, okay, Miss Sandy, you got six pieces today. Cause you know, now we're paying for every single piece. So I'll be counting for sure. I got one box, six pieces of suitcase. I'm like, yeah, honey, chill. That's me. How much did I just pay? Kim anyways for six pieces of luggage, count your pieces. And then when you get to the airport and everybody's in a hurry, but make sure when you get to customs, because customs always ask you the question, "Miss Sandy, you got your six pieces that it says in here? I'm like, yes, ma'am. Actually count visually and make sure you don't have seven <laughs> because if you have seven pieces, right then and there, you know that, ooh, no, that's not my luggage. Marshall agrees. He says, that's true. I'm the same way. I start to unpack as soon as I get home. Yes, honey, chill. Uh, Ms. Ann says CMR equals the best. Oh, thank you. Jonathan says that they should just admit that they're not ready for Pirates Week yet. Well, it wasn't even Pirates Week. It was Pirates Fest. So to your point, Jonathan, not only were they probably not ready, but in addition to not being ready, they went from a one-week festival to what? How, how long has this been? three months or something, one week, Pirates Week, to wanted to do it. Listen, I don't know whose brilliant idea that was. I hear it's coming out of the ministry, but no, sir. Y'all were definitely not ready for a fest that was drawn out over months and months and months and months. It didn't even make any sense. So uh, I think by all accounts, it's not been a very successful Pirates Week or Pirates Fest or whatever the heck we're calling it. Return it to one week, please. Uh, Marshall says, CMR to the rescue again. Well, we're happy to be able to reunite reunite people with things that belong to them. So please don't forget. Let me me refresh your memories now. We now have a community page. Funny enough, I saw someone from the HSA last night at the event. They said, Sandy, uh, can you set up a community page for all the other posts that we get? And I'm like, yeah, we have already. Go like the page. CMR man Facebook slash CMR man I'm going to put it here in the comment section. So this is for all of your requests for uh, lost cats. This little black cat is missing. He's 15 years old. Poor thing. He's a senior. Stolen vehicles, lost car. Sandra Rojas still hasn't come ho- come forward for her photos yet. So um, Sandra, oh, my is today. Uh, give us a jingle to get your phone sorted out. Listen, it's all cracked up and somebody keeps calling it, but they can't answer it because of the cracked screen. Uh, So Sandra, your driver's license is in it. I'm sure you'd like to get that back. Anybody know Sandra Rojas? Tell her, her little phone wallet was found. That looks like a Hell City Cayman Islands business card or something in the pocket right there as well. So Lost and Found, looking for rentals, your community announcements. So um, the Seventh-day Adventist Church is holding a health and wellness event this weekend at Pedro Castle. So go check that out on Sunday, apparently. Refreshments will be provided. First Caribbean is having their um, trunk sale event. That's coming up the first Saturday of December. This little dog was found. Oh, he's so cute. Oh my goodness. I love the colors in his coat. There was an autumn festival fundraiser by uh, Wesleyan Christian Academy. This little dog went missing. Uh, Diego, I think now has his license back. There's a badminton tournament that's coming up at the end of the month. I've never really gotten into badminton. Hmm. Sounds interesting. This wallet was lost and found. This little kitty cat went missing, or, or was found, sorry. If he's yours, he's cute, go we'll collect him. <laughs> Carla, this is so cute, beautiful kitten. I'm gonna like that. This little dog who's been missing for a minute, went missing last week Friday, Um, is actually, we understand, at the Humane Society. And the owner was so desperate to find the dog. So somebody found it, we understand, turned it in. So somebody messaged last night and said, Go collect your dog from the Humane Society. Found keys, credit cards, debit cards. There's a woman who lost her credit card the other day. And her last name is not a very common name. And I recognized it as uh, someone that I knew. So I contacted her husband, Miles, and I said, hey, did your wife happen to have lost her credit card? And he's like, huh? I said, ask her if she lost her credit card. She's like, oh my God, you saved me so much trouble having to go to the bank and try to cancel it and get a new one and da-da-da-da. Ah, where was it found? And you know, people lose stuff and they don't even know where they lost it. So please go and uh, like our community page because that's where we'll be posting all of the lost and found stuff. So Marshall says, They can be taken off. Look at how that one got out and killed, uh, got killed a few years ago when it took us. Yeah. But I thought that the the government claimed that that was the issue with them being able to take off their ankle bracelet was resolved. Huh. Emma says, sounds like the same person as electricity thief. Emma, you have been promoted from regular PC to detective Emma. Yes, it's a sea, man. He's stealing everything. Cars, electricity. Child, he'd probably steal your dog just to get a, a piece of cocaine rock or something. Crack cocaine. Yeah, he has an addiction problem. And so anything that's not tied down, he's gonna steal. So y'all need to be careful. Uh hello, Miss Sonia. She says, pirates skip a day's uh dying with laughter, not ready at all. <laughs> it is kind of sad cuz it it is it's i don't even know what to grade it but i think i think the point that all of you are saying um that it's a complete failure is indicative of what i'm hearing out on the streets as well so yeah it's kind of sad uh do you think they do these post event briefings where they sit back and reflect on like was this event an ex- success? How much money did we spend? Was it well spent? How can we improve? I hope they do because, child, this this could be the Pirates Week killer. This this Pirate Fest could be the end of Pirates Week if it continues at this rate. Maybe we should just change it from Pirates Week to Food Fest. Where y'all just go out and eat local food, just because. <laughs> Uh, Jim says, and the lack of tourism for those who wait for Pirate Week to come here. Good morning, Miss Alice. Okay. Uh, I don't know. Somebody was complaining about internet being down or something. I think it might be isolated to a few people. Okay, let me check the WhatsApp messages. See what y'all got going on. Uh, good morning. My web guy is on it. He's in a different time zone, but he had to update something for me. Um, Anne says, take an antihistamine to help your sinuses. Yes. You know, I was taking them last week, I think, as I mentioned, to try to stop the coughing, which is, for the most part now, more or less got away. But um, I seem to have developed as an adult um, some sort of, sinus and allergy problem, which I didn't have when I was younger. When I say an adult, I mean like in my 30s, it started. And I noticed it. Um, I'll never forget because I was actually doing a training session at West Bay Road. And my sinuses were so bad, just like constant draining all day long. Like something was agitated, like almost like I was having an allergic reaction to something. And it lasted for like a day or two, and then it just completely disappeared. So I don't really know kind of what brings it on, but I think I'm going to follow my cousin's advice and get a uh, one of those nasal irrigators, although I don't know how much I'll be using it. But yes, the poppy um, is a symbol of Remembrance Day, which is 11-11-11. So I think at 11-11-11, uh, we all should take a moment to pause and remember those who have um, served, uh, you know, in just protecting our countries. I mean, there was an amazing presentation at the Veterans Association the other day, amazing speech that uh, one of the gentlemen, one of their guest speakers gave, that remind us of the importance of, there are people out there who are fighting for your right to just be able to have your own thoughts and freedoms. And that's why certain things that are happening in the world, like the invasion of, the unprovoked invasion of Ukraine concerns world leaders. If it doesn't concern you, it should concern you. Because, you know, what next? Somebody's going to try and come invade Cayman? Y'all need to wake up. Uh, So this person says, crying and sharing feelings is cathartic and good for the mind, body, and soul. To truly know about Christianity, you should have become familiar with the history of the whys and wherefores and even experience other beliefs and or religions. Huh uh Alex Haley's roots. Well, I I think a lot of people unfortunately are not well versed. This person says don't call my name. <laughs> oh lord. Venticia Conley is in charge of Pirates Week. It's true that Mel had nothing to do with Pirates Week this year. So it's actually Pirates Fest. Um ooh la la somebody has food for me. What? Oh, Scott, can I just hug you? I'm going to give you a virtual hug. He says, are you in town later? I have made some curry chicken pies that are so good. I want you to try one. Let me know if you can, so I can save one for you. Diet is out the window today. Uh, Scott, You don't have to invite me twice for something called curry chicken pies. I don't even know what that is, but that sounds good, honey child. And I will be there. Yes, I do have a client appointment at 12. (laughs) So as soon as I'm, that's in South Sound. Yes, that one's in South Sound this morning. As soon as I am finished with that, honey child, I am coming. Ooh, curry chicken pie. Ooh, that sounds delicious. Uh, someone says, with all this salt water surrounding your islands and you're battling with sinuses, woman, get in the sea and snort up that salt water. Ew! <laughs> oh, my God. Can I just tell you? Just even read that gives me the bejeebers. Uh, I don't like snorting anything. That's the problem, like right? these um, neti pots and whatever. I have a hard time even conceptualizing what I need to do. Oh, my goodness. I'll blow it out. But to snort it up? Oh, honey, that life, that snorting life, not for me. No, sir. Captain Mark says, that's fact, Sandy. Go for a swim. Oh, geez, beast. Oh, I'm so... (laughs) I don't know how to describe it. It's like a... It's just a thing I have with snorting things at my nose. You know, when people are sick and they do that nasal thing where they like, we call it hawking. I can't, oh my God. <sighs> that just sends shivers down my timber. <laughs> Speaking of Pirates Week. Lord. Jonathan says, let's have canja <laughs> fast. Sounds like, sounds more like a successful event. NOSA? Jim, that's the one that I'm gonna buy. The Navage Saline Nasal Irrigation Care. Yes. My cousin said, buy it. So I'm going to buy it. <laughs> like I need an excuse to go to Amazon. But I feel like I've looked at it before. And I almost feel like when I was looking at it, I'm like, did I buy this? I need to check my orders. Let me tell you what I bought from Amazon. Hold on. Nasal. Let me see what I bought in the nasal category. No, the only thing that I bought was 2016 when I bought the nasal aspirator by Mr. Bean. Battery operated. Electric snot sucker, mucus extractor for babies. So this is when I was having my daughter. I bought one of these. And honey child, oh, it says sorry, page can't be found. Item is no longer available. I couldn't even use that. <laughs> I got that for her, like when she'd have a cold. And ooh, I had some good intentions, and I couldn't, I couldn't help her like that. I was like, babies can't blow their noses yet, so sometimes you know parents have to help them. And I was like, nope, nope, nope. I can't do it. Sorry, child. Let me pat you on the back and hope it'll come out. (laughs) But that's the exact same one uh, that my cousin recommended. Do you have one of these, Jim? Because I feel like if you do and you tell me more about it, I'm going to add it to my cart. So it's called the, uh, let me show you guys now. Let me show you my Amazon. Y'all know I love me an Amazon, but here we go. So my cousin said the same thing because I was, um, I guess, lecturer for one of his online classes and he was like, oh, I heard your sinuses and trust me, I've suffered with sinus issues for years and this is what you need to get. And I was like, "Mm, I've had a nasal pot before and I just couldn't use it. It sat here unused for years. So this is it. And they come with the little salt packs and everything. Somehow I feel like I purchased this or maybe I was just looking at it. So they're about a hundred bucks, depending on which one you buy. You can get it by itself, twenty salt pods. This one is comes with the travel caddy, triple tier. Huh. Oh, this one comes in all kind of fanciness. So, um, and then you can get the salt pods, I guess, like refillables or whatever. Uh, here's a carrying case, a travel case. Yeah. Okay. Oh, huh. I'm going to, I'm going to add it to my cart, Jim. I'm going to take your advice and take, cause he sent me the same thing. He's like, this is what you need, honey, chow. And look at this 11,236 ratings. And it has four and a half star out of five stars. That is pretty good. Only 4% of people gave it one star, but 77% of people liked it. Huh? Yes, honey, chow. I might have to do that um these are verified you got to make sure they're verified purchasers so it's not some fraudulent thing going on at amazon all right i've added it to my cart it's the only thing in my amazon cart right now very good i'm gonna check out what's on sale they're doing early black friday sales by the way in case you're interested just fyi <laughs> so thank you uh jim for uh, recommending it. And so I will take Mark, our cousin, uh, opinion and yours. He says, it's a bit weird, but amazing. <laughs> it's a nose douche. <laughs> and get the one with the saline pods. Uh, you will then need to purchase distilled water. Yes, the water is very important because you don't want to use tap water, honey child, because um, all kind of microbes and stuff going up your nose is probably not a good idea. Uh Oh my God. Miss... <laughs> Miss Darlene said, one time she pulled snot from my child's nose. Believe if a mother could ever save her child's life to breathe, you would not think twice. I guess so. And I guess, thankfully, Gianna never needed me to try to save her life with that because, oh my God, I was just like, no, oh, no, oh, no, 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 no. Oh my goodness. I couldn't. Oh. There's just something about it that makes me, like I said... <laughs> It's like a, you know that there's a thing called it's a it's a phobia of, um like certain patterns where they look like little holes and stuff. There's always this fake thing going around like oh this person has this on their hand that like these little black holes in a pattern. I forget what the phobia is called, but I legit have that phobia. I th- seeing that pattern makes my skin crawl, and now there's these three Ds. 3d tattoos that people get i've seen them online that has a very similar feel to that pattern good morning caller what a mess how are you
6: good morning good morning sandy how are you doing <laughs> not bad thanks what is the big topic besides your nose being? i too, know too? right
2: well we've talked about a little bit of everything today it was friday
6: so we okay because i know I, I someone told me that he was talking about um man that's Basically, um, taking their lives because of depression and everything else.
2: Yeah, why not? We talked about that too. Yeah.
6: So Tell yeah. Me. So one of the things is that when we as growing up as men, um, I've noticed this, and I've done a lot of this on my channel on TikTok, whatever. But i have not. A lot of men are are known to suppress their feelings. So as growing up as a child, you know, you start crying about something. Your mom goes, "What are you crying for? You're a big man. Stop crying. You're a big man. Stop that." So we are trained yes, that way or absolutely. told that way as a child. Um, and then if you cry and say your feelings to a woman in some relationships, they say, man, you're soft, Man, What are you crying for? What are you crying for? You're not a big man. You, you suck it up and this and that and whatever, whatever, whatever. You understand? So mo- th- that's where we suppress our feelings um, as a human or as men and not able to talk about it and say anything. And uh, we just stay quiet. Yes. you know what I mean. Yeah. Uh, where women, um, if you have a daughter, of course you're gonna go tell mommy what's wrong. Mm. Tell mommy what's wrong. You're not gonna say that to a man. If a child's being bullied at school, you're a boy, stuck up. If uh, someone bully your daughter, you're gonna go in, listen, this and that, whatever. So mm. you go in with a whole different perspective, and that's the whole thing. You know, um, mm. we get blamed for every little thing because. Um, I was watching this on YouTube last night and it said, um, if if men cheat, women would say men are dogs and we did this and we want this and this and that, whatever. Mm-hmm. But if a woman cheat, the first thing the women say is, you would say, what did a man do? He didn't provide for her needs. Something didn't wrong. He wasn't mm-hmm. doing something for her. So either way, we still get blamed. hmm Mm-hmm. You see what I'm saying? So that's one of the things that most people don't understand. Um, you will see a person smiling, but you don't know what really deep down going on inside of that person. And and one of the things that in my line of work, sometimes you just, you know, hey, what's up? You look at that person's eyes nice and sometimes you could just see it. Mm-hmm. And you'd be surprised just asking someone or smiling to someone, hey, how's your day? And that person might just relieve what they're having. And a lot of people who I don't like to say suicide, I call it on life because on other forums you can't say that because they ban you. But when people on life themselves, it's basically the simple thing of not knowing and just being bullied. And and a lot of men or a lot of persons on this island is either being bullied at work or systemic type of ways at work that you have to deal with. And all your man suck it up. If your manager talk to you this way, suck it Mm -hmm. up. You could deal with it. You know what I mean? And that's one of the ways. So with that out of the way, mm. we're talking about 11, 11, 11. Yes. I have a wonderful thing to say. Um, two things happened to me. Well, I've been cursed with three elevens. Mm. I will not curse in a good way, but curse in a bad way, but a good way. My daughters, all mm. three of my daughters are all born on the 11th. Oh,
2: wow. Okay.
6: So I have one five eleven,
2: uh-huh. one
6: nine eleven, one and the last one was 11-11-11. Wow, so today she's eleven on the eleventh. Wow, that's so today's
2: cool. her birthday. So yeah, tell her happy.
6: But otherwise, happy Friday for everyone. And um, that's one of the things that I think what a one a lot of workplaces should do. Should do. I remember they used to have this place up upstairs of, I think, it was Cayman counseling Center, or whatever for for businesses. Mm-hmm. Um. I think they need to have that more or less for employers, for people at their job, and, and not making it sound so um, negative if a person has to go in to talk to someone. And if someone has to go in to talk to someone, either to HR or whatever, mm-hmm. about a certain person, it doesn't get back to that person. Mm-hmm. And a lot of places are cannot, what my mom would say, can't keep it to themselves, mm-hmm. can't hold water. So basically I come and tell you something in Mm -hmm. HR that's really personal, it gets back to whoever you talked about. And if that person's management, it's gonna get right back on you again. So it just is one of the reasons why people don't say anything anymore. And it's one of the biggest problems that they have right now on this island. Mm -hmm, So mm -hmm. with that being said, happy Friday. Thank
2: you so much. Love it. Appreciate it. No problem. Have a good one. All right, 936-BOBO is his telephone number. Thank you for that, gentlemen. I recognize that voice for calling in and saying that, yes, uh, there's some struggles for men and uh, their difficulties. Um, You know, and just how we raise men. I think there is this, this disconnect and a different set of rules and expectations. But I find nothing wrong with men wanting to cry, wanting to get emotional, wanting to open up and talk about their feelings. I love a man who can talk about his feelings personally. Why not? Um, and it doesn't make you any less of a man. So thank you very, very much for that. All right. Um, Jonathan says, yes, go in the sea. That's the one thing i rather do it the natural way, but the sea critters and sea plankton <laughs> latches onto the nose and whatever virus may get in my not-walled shell, you know, they have all kind of brain-eating um Things now, so I don't know. Sometimes you gotta be g- careful in the water. Although I think mostly that's fresh water. That's hard. We ever hear of that with salt water. Um, So I think the saline and the salt water might might help somewhat. Um. How sting? Ruby says, guys, how quickly can a stingray swim, and how much distance should be between you and them for safety? Keep seeing a lone one down at Cemetery Beach and it has the longest tail ever. I saw and I swam away. Well, um, most of the stingrays around here are relatively tame, but it is a wild creature, obviously. I think, and correct me if I'm wrong, I'm no expert on stingrays, so whoever's listening can tell me. I think probably the, the biggest danger for a stingray is if you accidentally stand on them. Um, so I don't think stingrays you know they they're they're not that interested in human beings normally we have in this jurisdiction trained them to rely on us for food so there's that for the one stingray city so probably you're seeing a stingray that has left that area and swimming about probably a much younger one um swimming about you know kind of by itself and i don't think you have much to worry about i think they suck on you right when you try to feed them you might get a little uh, what 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 came out? And it's called like a hickey in your hand or wherever, uh, because we're used to feeding them. But accidents do happen, Ruby. We've seen people die because of the stingray barb, um, you know, going through their heart. As poor, um, what was his name again? The the crocodile Dundee guy. Um, unfortunately, that's how he died. But that was just a freak accident. Like literally, it's just a freak accident. So you don't have, you don't hear about too many stingray injuries around the world. So I wouldn't overly worry about it, but, um, you know, I wouldn't go and try and play with it either. Just probably leave it alone. So someone says the EAP, the Employee Assistance Program, EAP, is available and talk therapy can help. Thank you very, very much for that. So let me talk about court a little bit. That was on my list of things to talk about. Um, someone just sent me something for the community page about a Savannah Newlands Heritage Family Fun Day. I'll post that up. Um, so you guys can go out to that. That sounds awesome. And it's going to be an alcohol-free environment in case you're interested. So... Um, I was in court yesterday. Oh yes, let's talk about criminals, Ruby. I was in court yesterday and the trial of, it's a judge alone trial, so we can talk about it a little bit. The trial of um, Garfield Robb has began. Garfield Robb is one of Cayman's most prolific scammers. He's in the business of supposedly installing shutters and screens and that sort of thing, and my God, This man has a list of victims that he has left in his wake that is so long. They had 13 charges against him in court. They've dropped one because he paid that person full. And there are 12 other people that Garfield owes all kind of money to. What a scammer. Mm -mm No, sir. Garfield is not only a scammer, But he um, is a scammer with no conscience. (laughs) Imagine. I guess I don't really expect scammers to have a conscience, but he definitely doesn't have one. So yesterday, the first, the trial started, the first three of the 12 witnesses took the stand and they're going to bring every single person to take the stand and, you know, and there were times when it was it was it was humorous, but it's sad because he's taking people's money. So you know comedians, boy y'all can make me laugh. So um he's taken like $6,000 from people, no materials, no job completed, nothing. This guy has been scamming people, and apparently CMR is going to play pivotably in his defense. Because we're the reason why he's in court. So he was scamming people left right and center. People would go to the police, and the police would say, oh, no, this is a civil matter. We're not getting involved. So I emailed the commissioner one day after hearing countless stories about him and doing countless stories in CMR, and I said, excuse me, commissioner, with all due respect, at some point, this is no longer a civil matter. This is fraud. This man is defrauding people, and something must be done. Commissioner said, thanks for the report. Leave it with us. And he got financial crime on it. And sure enough, they actually did a public plea for people to come forward. And like I said, at least 13 people came forward. But listen to what I tell you. That that is a drop in the bucket. It's where more than 13 people Some victims just couldn't be bothered. They just gave up. Other victims may not have even known that the police made a public plea for people to come forward. So when the victims are in court now telling their stories about, yep, this is what he did. He took my money, didn't deliver any supplies. You know, he even took um, three guys from some condo complex, all three of them had decided to go in it together. Um, cause he was giving them so many excuses and they started to doubt his stories. He took them like, oh, let's go to East end. This came out in yesterday's testimony. I'm going to take you to see the container full of stuff to prove to you that I have the supplies. So he took them out there to some container and said, oh yeah, I don't have the keys. So the prosecution's like, wait a minute. He makes you go all the way to East end from Georgetown before he tells you, oh, he forgot the keys. These scammers think that they're so smart. They really do. Mm-hmm. And this guy is like, we we're just we were just sick of him. Like enough is enough. So, one of the victims is a Caymanian, Mister. Bothwell. We don't normally name victims, but theft victims, you know. Although money is, listen, people want their money back. But he had us cracking up in court. Even the judge at one point had to laugh because he described him. He was saying that he's um, he has a bag of a bag of something, but it was like a colloquial term. So the prosecution says, "What do you mean by that?" And he said, "He's he's a he's a liar. He's lies upon lies." But it was the way that he said it <laughs> in a very typical Caymanian voice. Trust me, that everybody in the court just ha- had a laugh. But I noticed the behavior of him, um, not so much with Mr. Bothwell, because, you know, at some point, um, Mr. Bothwell testified that he told him, oh, he's a member of the Jamaican Lodge. And this is what they do. They try to make up these stories and make people feel fearful because, you know, you all believe all kind of things about Lodge, the mark of the beast and Lodge is going to get you and this and that. So when someone says that they're a member of Lodge, it's like, oh. It's a conspiracy theory. It's a limonauti. Oh, be careful. Ur, ur. Y'all put so much energy into, into creation of certain things and being fearful of things that really and truly uh-uh. Uh-uh. don't do it. So, um, so yes, <laughs> he uh, apparently at one point when he was giving this man some of his money back, Said He backed up and said, you know, I'm a Jamaican Lodge man. Like, like, is that supposed to be a threat? I'm like, I don't know what the hell that means. But he had to back up for Mr. Um, Bothwell because I think he realized that Mr. Bothwell, old school, you know. (laughs) If you don't know what that means, that means he's probably ready to box this man down. Like, really? So anyway, um, I noticed that he has this attitude and I'm surprised that the bailiff hasn't picked up on it. Because most bailiffs are actually paying attention to what's happening in court, and they'll speak to defendants about their behavior. But the dude got this attitude, like he's looking at his uh, at the witnesses at hey, the box, making motions at them, and all this kind of stuff. The judge's head is down because he's trying to take notes, and whatever he's paying attention because it is judge alone, and nobody's is watching this Garth. Uh, what's his name? Garfield Rob guy. I said, ooh, he can get himself thrown in a cell if he keeps it up. But I noticed the difference when Mr. Bothwell took the stand. He wasn't really doing it so much then. Because I hope he know. Mr. Bothwell was still him down right up in court. I said, hmm. What did he say? who to frighten. Anyway, honey, chill. Um, it's supposed to be three weeks because there's so many victims. And it will continue. Like I said, I'm surprised there weren't more victims than that. Anyway, my love. Um. It's uh, it's one of those things where, you know, we're going to keep an eye on it. And I hope that he gets convicted and he goes to jail because that's exactly where he belongs. But, you know, there were people who were complacent. He was married to some woman. Um, what was her name again? She was Christiane Rob or something her name was. Uh, Claristina Robb. And she was actually helping him defraud people going and collecting the money with him. She should be there charged with him if you ask me. Because he would go and collect this money because he had no money. He'd go, oh, go, oh, $6,000, a $3,000 deposit. Claim then that he was going to Miami or shipment was on the way. All kind of lies. At one point he used to work with um, Hydes um, and Sons. And he would use that because Hydes and Sons has a very good reputation. He would use that to hoodwink people into believing that um, he is a reputable business person, but he has a reputation that is so salted. Believe me, you. And then the wife, Claristina, would go and take out, since he couldn't get a business license in his own name, because everybody knew that he was a scammer. She would go and um, take out the business license for him. I was like, wow. You're helping this man to defraud people and you think that that's okay. That's not cool. One of the most interesting things is um, this guy has been prolific for years. So one day, a couple of years ago, I was over at Pasadena Place. You guys know I used to have a business in Pasadena Place. And um, let me see. Good morning, you're live on the radio. Did you want to be on radio? I can't hear you. Hello? Are you there? Honey, chow, I can't hear you. I think I need to change. This person's calling through WhatsApp on the other phone. Oh, I think I can change the settings. Oh, hold on. Let me see if there's a way to change the WhatsApp audio settings. Anyway. Honey, oh, cha. Um. Oh, yes. Someone says, I think you met the CMR. Uh, is pivotal in his prosecution, not his defense. No, but the defense is going to be bringing us up. No, they're going to be trying to use us. To say that um, the the only reason why the police are doing it is because we told them to do it kind of thing. That's not going to be no defense. Someone says that flow is closed at Galleria due to a gas leak in the building. What? A gas leak in the building? So that means everything in that building should be closed. Um... Good morning, can you hear me? Can you hear me, honey child? I'm trying to see how to um, how to change the microphone settings for this particular app. It says WhatsApp is currently in use. Yes, G- give, me, give me one second, caller. I'm gonna try to, um, I think what it is, is I think I've muted WhatsApp actually. Hold on. There should be a way for me to be able to take WhatsApp calls on the other phone and you actually hear it through the board. Uh huh. Give me a minute. Um privacy. WhatsApp is on. That's privacy and security, network and internet. So um gas leak, we've been told. That would be galleria plaza. Wait a minute. I was getting confused. West Shore is the first one. Galleria is the second one. Yes. So that would be Galleria at Gasly. Hmm. Please be careful, y'all. I don't know. Uh, All right. Let me see if we can volume mixer. What's up? So output device. Let's see if I can change it and get this caller. So I think if I change it to Rodecaster Pro for output and input, that that might work. All right, caller. Call me, call me again. Who's calling me? I don't know who this is. It's from a number that I don't recognize. Okay, honey chill. Um, so yes, it's uh One of those things where this guy should be in jail. Speaking of scammers, apparently, um, yeah, try calling again. Let me see if I can get you connected. You remember the guy this that went away the other day, last week, Sunday? Um, What was his name again? Garfield Rob. Somebody told me now, I don't know if this is true, but somebody told me that he has already gone to Jamaica and set up a business there. Well, he didn't go, he didn't do that since Sunday, Honeychell. Clearly, remember I told you guys, I had good sources that he was sending all of his money to Jamaica Well, this looked like this is what the the scam was. Now, here's the biggest joke. What business? This is going to be a trivia question today. Y'all need a gift certificate somewhere. Call me on the radio, on the 936 Bobo. If you can guess, what business do you believe? Uh huh. What business do you believe? He has allegedly set up himself in this is a good question. Oh my gosh. When somebody sent it to me this morning, I was like, what he's doing what? Oh, no, sir. What's your guess? If you had to get a guess a business that this scammer man would be involved in, what do you think it is? Mm, mm, mm. I'm trying to find the picture somebody sent me this morning because I was flabbergasted. I was like, "What? Are you kidding me?" Think about it, scammers. This is like the this is like the last frontier for scammers. Who do you think they're scamming? Mm, mm, mm. Somebody says, "Do you know why the government fuel station is down? Government vehicles can't get fuel." Oh, oh, um, I don't know what's going on with the government fuel station. That's a question, huh? I have no idea. And government has a lot of vehicles, Honey Joe. Police alone need to be filling up. Uh someone says. So one girl I know was a victim of this, of the guy. She posted a picture of him yesterday morning asking if anyone see this guy must contact her because he scammed her $300. So I contacted her and let her know that he got kicked off the island. Oh that's that's um Garth for scamming another for scamming other people and my stepmom so she made some calls in Jamaica and believe me in 2 hours she knew where his mother stayed. uh Found out about his. Oh, yes. Hold on here now. Hold on. But I want y'all to get. Nobody wants a gift certificate this morning. Because I'm about to tell y'all what it is. Yes, honey child. This man is a scammer. Scammer alert. Um, hold on here now. But so this is this is how he got found out. Y'all are not gonna believe this. I'm not gonna tell y'all. You have to guess it. Found out about his business, contacted the police, and they went to the business and asked him, asked for him, um, about the person, and he said he wasn't there. So they made him contact. They made him. I guess that's the victim contact him. Got no answer, and they left a voice message. He calls back and asks the worker if the police gone. What he didn't know was that the police was waiting for the call. Woo! The police in Jamaica know a thing or two about scammers, honey child. They were still there waiting for the call. Oh, my God. Y'all didn't remind me that we we're supposed to call Jamaica today. <gasps> now, come on. How, how could y'all forget to remind? We have to do that on Monday. We're going to have to make that phone call Monday because I don't know how long the phone call is going to last. Um. So he calls back and asks the worker if the police had gone. What he didn't know was the police was waiting for the call. So the police took the phone and told him that he needs to come so they can ask him some questions. I told, what did I tell y'all? I told y'all this man is not going to go in Jamaica, go to Jamaica and pull scams on people. He will be found out. Ooh, honey child. We can update the story on him. OMG. Yes, sir. Uh, uh, uh. They think, they think Jamaica came out. They better think again. All right. I got, I got When you read the story, you'll see what business he's in since nobody's guessing this morning. Wow. Oh, that's so crazy. Accident just happened by Butterfield Roundabout. Be careful, folks. Rain and sunshine, y'all still having an accident. This is the one by A.L. Thompson's though, right? Is this Butterf- Is that Butterfield? Yes. Oh, yeah. That is Cayman's. Worst roundabout, I swear. My goodness. you we are always running into each other. Pay attention. All right. So folks, uh, stay tuned for the news. Oh, Someone is guessing that he's in the debt collection business. That would be funny. But uh, no, that's not what he's doing. That would be funny, though. Okay. So you guys want a little something, something? Um... <laughs> There is a, a bit of a joke that somebody sent me. I said, maybe people are too sensitive though, cause y'all get in your feelings about everything. It's kind of funny. Uh, I was just thinking about Jamaica and this joke came up. Let me see if I can find the video. Um, do I have it on? I'm gonna have to find it. I'll play that on Monday for you guys, I have to find it. Oh yes, here it is. Um, about when Jamaicans um, go to hell. So listen to this. And then I'm gonna show you another one about people with handicap spots.
6: Uh-huh. Good evening, I'm Charles Ladd, and this is news.
2: This is news.
6: <laughs> Hundreds of Jamaicans were today turned away from hell because the devil says that he does not want them down there, as they were only coming to make trouble and mash up his place. The reports also said that some of them had gotten there by fraudulent means, like going in wrong names and traveling on other people's death certificates. The Jamaicans were also said to have been installing fans, fridges, air conditioners, and other cooling devices, contrary to the laws of hell. However, it was later discovered that the man who sent them back was not in fact the devil, but another Jamaican who was trying to overthrow Satan.
2: (laughs) Oh my God. That's so funny. It really is funny. No, thank you um, for reminding me that Monday's a holiday. So we'll call them on Tuesday. Um, people are guessing the shutter business, insurance scam, um, home security. None of those are correct. Um, yes, we won't be here Monday. It's a holiday. Um, Johan says he's late for the bashment. I'm going to put this video up on social media because if you've ever parked in a handicapped spot, think of this video the next time you do it. Aww, that was amazing. <laughs> What's your name anyway? Can I have your number at
5: me? Maybe we could do
2: this again. Mm-hmm. So this guy's in bed for radio listeners, getting out of bed with this woman getting dressed. And honey, I'm home. He's walking with a camera and his boyfriend walks in. <laughs> the boyfriend says, honey, I'm home, to see this handicapped gentleman walking out. He pats him on the back.
5: How would you like if I took your spot?
2: And he's crying. <laughs> and it says, stop parking in disabled spots. It's actually a really good message, I must tell you. And I like how they've done it. Like you saying, how would you like it if I took your spot in bed kind of thing? But yeah, we'll post that one up a little bit later on. Um, yes, I was just remembering that, LaVonna, about the scammers. But we'll do it. We'll do it on Tuesday. Um, yes, Diane. What was my name again? Oh, shoot. I got to remember my name. <laughs> Diane, was it Powell or Powery? Oh, Lord, I can't remember. But they did send me the stuff. We're talking about it on Tuesday. I'm sure we've cut off on radio already. Listen, let's watch the news. Stay tuned for the news. Johan, you're late. We just had a good open mic uh, session today. Let me pull up our news. Where's my news bit for today? Today is the 11th. Yes. Let's watch the news. And then on Tuesday... Um, Ruby's asking when she can come for some mac and cheese. I don't know when I'm going to make some again. I might make some brownies this weekend. Oh God, I have to go to health city tomorrow and do a test. So, uh, they're going to be looking at my numbers. Mm, You haven't really been dieting. Have you miss Sandy? Oops. Um, I might do some brownies this weekend or something fun for the holiday weekend. I don't know yet. Ruby, think about it. All right. Here's your news headlines for
5: today. Hello, I'm Kevin Wattler and this is your CMR Daily Buzz. A second man has been arrested and charged with murder and possession of an unlicensed firearm in relation to the fatal shooting of retired prison officer Harry Elliott earlier this year. 21-year-old Eric Brian William Soto of Georgetown has been charged and appeared in court on Wednesday. Justin Cal Jackson was also arrested and charged earlier this year in relation to the same murder. A man who was arrested in a drug smuggling operation in Jamaica is now in custody in the Cayman Islands after a absconding bail in Jamaica. According to the Jamaica Observer report, Lloyd Bennett fled the island after he and two other men were arrested and charged. The owner of a 2022 Shangan CS15 SUV is asking for help to locate the stolen vehicle. The license plate number is 204895. The owner told CMR that someone stole the vehicle near the Rubis gas station off Walkers Road. On Monday, November 14th, the world's largest diabetes awareness campaign reaching over 1 billion people in more than 160 countries will help to mark World Diabetes Day. The theme for World Diabetes Day for 2022 is access to diabetes care. A 3 year long push that started in 2021 for better access to diabetes care as well as an increase in investment in both diabetes care and prevention. Now for your CMR weather update, it's brought to you by WG Charters. Sunrise at 631, mostly sunny skies are expected. When the temperature is at 85 degrees Fahrenheit and the humidity at 70% like the forecast calls for, it will feel like it's in the low 90s. Winds south-southeast at 5 to 10 miles per hour and the sun sets at 547. At nighttime, the temperature falls to the high 70s. Looking forward, hot days, warm nights with the possibility of brief showers. CMR weather updates are brought to you by WG Charters. They offer private boat trips for a great price, so we encourage you to support them. Now for some regional and international news. Four deaths have been tied to Nicole, all in Florida's Orange County. A man and woman died after they were electrocuted by a downed power line on Thursday morning. Two others died in a car crash on Florida's Turnpike in probable storm-related deaths. Anthony Armstrong, Antigua's Director of Public Prosecutions, who was charged in relation to three land transactions, was slapped with new fraud charges. The attorney, who is Jamaican, arrived in the island on Saturday and was arrested in connection with the accusation. It was revealed in the Kingston and St. Andrew Parish Court on Thursday that three counts each of uttering forged documents and forgery were laid against him. Eight American passengers on a cruise ship was apprehended on Wednesday after attempting to leave Jamaica with cocaine valued at U.S. $850,000. The identities of the individuals are being withheld by police. The Corporate Communications Unit of the Jamaican Constabulary Force said the eight individuals disembarked the vessel and arrived in Ocho Rios from Miami, Florida. That's it for now on a Daily Buzz. Thank you for joining me. Please stay safe and God bless.